to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rock. What is up, Friday Nighters? Welcome back to another episode of Just Another Friday Night. It is, in fact, just another Friday night or evening or whatever. The sun is out like it's midday. So how do you ever really know? Uh, my name is CM Chuck. I am one half of your hosting team here at Just Another Friday Night. And this man we like to call Adamantium Adam. I call him Double A. What's up, everyone? Good, good Friday. Have a happy good Friday. Yes, 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 indeed. Uh, guys, um, you know how we do things here. Every Friday night, we go live on Facebook so that you can join the conversation that we're having about our topic. You can uh, comment, you can like, you can do a bunch of other stuff. Sometimes we can't see what you're doing because we're using a StreamYard, uh, StreamYard uh, software that lets us see your your written comments, but not necessarily all your emojis and things like that and likes and things like that. But but uh, feel free to do it anyway. Feel free to join in the conversation, talk with us. We're a little bit earlier than we normally are, um, but that's good because we want to get everyone in and out early so they can enjoy their evening. Um, Love you, Amy. Amy's in the house. Love you too, sis. Uh, guys, um, what's going on this week, Double A? What's going on in the world of pop culture? What's going on in well, the world uh, of... of of uh, we just us. you know we just had the big fight last Saturday. Canelo right. and Billy Joe Saunders. That's right. Uh, That's right. Largest indoor crowd at least in the United States for uh, post COVID or COVID during yeah. COVID. We had seventy three thousand people inside Texas Stadium for yeah. a big fight, man. Here in Texas, right? Texas you're, you're, Stadium. Your football team's Jerry's World studio. Uh, as they said, as they said in in the fight, the announcer of the the house that Jerry Jones built. Yeah, which I was, uh, like, I was like, golly, you know, was, they uh, had to throw that shit in there. He did build it. I know he did, <laughs> but golly, uh, but it, it was a good fight. Uh, I was very satisfied, very pleased. I was, I was satisfied like, too. I thought know. Billy Joe was going to give him uh, a bit more challenge, but Canelo was just uh, man. He uh he was just more that um, hard shot, man. That yeah. hard shot. I think I it was a perfect shot. Know. Billy Joe was going down, Canelo was throwing a hard uppercut uppercut and, and once it's closed, <laughs> that fucking eye swelled up. Bad. Yeah, once it, some people say, Oh, you can say what you want, but if you're a boxing fan, you know that um his corner did the right thing no, to protect <laughs> him because once this is closed, Canelo's just gonna be throwing well, outside just and that, just nailing the shit out of you. saw the reports that came out afterwards, yeah, yeah. the dude had a broken orbital yeah. like in four places. And <laughs> so, you can't cast an orbital, so trust it just me, has to heal Don't lose own. your sight because of one fight. Right. You know, fuck that. Right. So. Oh, Roxanne's in the house, and she's right now at the Bang Bang Bar. What's bang up, bang. Foxy Roxy? Uh, yes, the Bang Bang. And uh, <laughs> if you uh, want to go see Roxanne over at the Bang Bang Bar, I believe she's eight. there till 8. Uh, the Bang Bang Bar over on El Mio Road here in San Antonio, Texas. Great bar uh, to uh, uh, have a, a drink at. Uh, what's up, Kalel? Uh, the uh, last son of Krypton uh, and uh, number one... Uh, TikToker uh, in my house, uh, yeah. one half of the monkey and the unky team yeah. on Fortnite. Uh, we got a victory this season the other night, got some kills, and we actually got some playtime in with uh, our good buddy Mark's wife, Yvette. She got, ah, she Yvette. got some That's right. That's right. We were all Fortnite in it together right. for our very first time, so that was pretty cool. Uh, CM, speaking of Fortnite, how did your hunt go? Uh, yeah. Were you able to get it? it I, I did. I got I, out of the three covers, I landed two. 
Um, I thought I talked about this last year, but I guess Maybe. Not. Okay. Was, I might not have. But either way, uh, super thanks to Invincible Comics. That is a comic book group on um, on Facebook. They them. do collectibles. Yeah. Uh, Chris Rizzo really helped me out uh, uh, by Chris. getting uh, Rob, tagging Rob, who had some extra copies. Damn. I met nice. him at his house, picked it up. Uh, he really helped out a fellow collector, and that's what it's all about, guys. So that was really cool. And I actually just told this story. Um, maybe that's why I feel like I told it here. I told it uh, oh, on, on the on Saturday. Okay, okay. <laughs> I uh, did a guest spot, guys, on a Friends of Our podcast called the Now Watch This with Lucky and Joe podcast. Uh, you guys might know Lucky uh, as the Dork Dad. He's the host of the Dork Dad podcast, and he has a new podcast called Now Watch This with a gentleman who is a fan of ours and has been a fan of ours since um, – well, I would say almost since we started, Pretty but much, yeah. Joe Martinez, yeah. 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 Uh, we and Lucky had a laugh, actually. It's a really fun episode, guys. We talk all about clerks, uh, and uh, that's awesome. it was great. We were all together in that's one awesome. room, so yeah. it was fun, uh, but we had we actually had a laugh. We said, Joe, I believe, is the only one to celebrate our entire catalog and Lucky's entire catalog, because he's a completionist, so he listens to every oh, episode. Yeah, that's right. That's so, right. Joe, I remember Joe told us that. Yeah. yeah, so that episode is out now, guys. You can hear it. Again, it's called Now Watch This with Lucky and Joe. This, the, I was their first ever guest. Uh, popped their guest cherry, so that was a lot of fun for me. And um, also, they've, they've only got about four episodes in, so you can jump on now yeah, and enjoy it. Remember, the one that TM's on is about clerks. I, I mean, listen to yeah. the other episodes, but uh, episode about four. clerks. Yeah, their so. first one is about uh, Godzilla versus Kong. It's really great. Um, the second one, Feel the Dreams. Or Feel the Dreams. Feel the okay. Dreams. Yeah. And that one, guys, that one is really, really <laughs> touchy. Uh, these guys are both happen to be dork dads, like Double A himself here. They're, they, they, so they know the, the ins and outs of being a parent and, and a dad specifically. So here Hearing them uh, specifically talk about that really adds an element to the show that um, is really personal. You know, I mean, we've had those moments yeah, here. You know sure, what I mean? Yeah, and so sure, yeah. it really makes it lovely. And then their third episode was about Mortal Kombat. Uh, guys, we're not going to cover that. So go hear them cover it. And we didn't do Kong and Godzilla. So go hear Joe and Lucky do it because there are certain things that we're just not going to cover. You know what? Cover. They have that niche covered. Mm-hmm. Check them out. We're happy to send you their way, guys. Again, our yeah. podcast is one hour. Uh, well, it's. It's one episode a week, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, you know, it's not, you know, enough to cover your entire week or whatever. And it beats morning radio, guys. Let me tell you that. It uh, sure does. Any one of, any one of our sure shows. It sure fucking does, man. So a uh, huge shout out to them. Thank you for having me on. Joe and Lucky, really appreciate it, guys. It was great. And Lucky always does these really nice, like, kind of end credit scenes that come on after the oh, nice. the the, nice. uh, the outro. And there's, like, just kind of us bullshitting and talking around. And we mentioned Double A. Uh, there, was, there was no particular reason that Double A wasn't there. These guys want to get him on or whatever. But Double uh, A, Lucky only actually has three mics. And, and, and so that wasn't going to work out. So <laughs> that's the way it was. Or maybe they wanted us to split us up to get our differing opinions. So there could be that too. You can't split us up. We're a tag team. We're like the Road Warriors. That's okay? right. That's right. The Road so, Warriors. Or, or I was going to say the Rockers, but they did split. They split up, <laughs> and they split up bad. And it was a bad, very it was bad. A bad split yeah. up, so. And nobody wants to be Marty. So no. I'd rather be the Road Warriors. I'd rather be the Young Bucks. Well, I don't like Marty. I like Marty. I just don't want to be thrown through a window. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, or those recent comments he made that were pretty weird, Shit. man. Okay. Yeah, so. You know what? I love '80s and early '90s Marty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go there you go uh yeah guys so uh, please go check out now watch this with lucky and joe they also have their own facebook group like we have a facebook group but theirs oh, is called okay. now watch this okay. the watchers you guys are the friday night faithful when you're listening to us and when you're listening to joe lucky you're one of the watchers i told him why didn't you go with the watch men and they said well there's also women so i was like oh that's a good point well but you know there are women in the watchmen 
that's true. That's true. I like being a, a watcher though, because I feel like Uatu, the watcher. Oh, he's like looking over the Marvel universe. <laughs> you know what I mean, so uh, who else we got here? Oh, there he is, the man himself, Joe. Uh, hey, fellas, I'm in the building from work. Joe, we appreciate you being here, man. Awesome. Uh, sorry about working, yeah. Well, I'm sorry about your your team, East Central. I'm sorry. Uh, that, but you know what? The kids did great. It looks like they had a badass baseball record. Right so. on, man. So long yeah. as them scouts got the eyes on them, man, that's yeah, cool, man. Yeah. That's really cool. And Joe tells a really touching story about that on oh, that nice, episode. So nice. You guys know me. I was like, <laughs> uh, Richard's, Richard's in the house. What's up, guys? What What's up, up Rich? Rich? Yeah, glad for being here, brother. We appreciate you as always. Joining Joe us. says the Young Bucks for us. Uh, if, if I have to go with the modern tag team for me and CM, it had to be the Briscoes. Oh, there you go. The Briscoes man. are just man hardcore. Up. Yep, man. I, up. I like that. Yeah. I'll be Mark because I feel like I'm more. Yeah, I don't you know? care. I don't care which one, Mark or Jay. They they both kick ass. So and, those guys uh, are fucking badass for yeah, sure. I love those guys. Let's see here. Uh, Adam C got to get on uh, a good parenting on, app. Good parenting. Oh, yeah. Okay. How man. about uh, Parenthood? Ooh, I like that movie. Yeah. I was going to say The Parent Trap, but I don't know what that oh, was about. I like okay, Parenthood. Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. Yeah. yeah, that's a great movie. The kid yeah. with the bucket ramming his yeah. head and all that. So, uh, Let's see. Uh, Amy says, uh, but who watches over the Watchmen? That's a very interesting question. We have posed that question many times. Uh, what's our episode about that? No, we got an episode about that, but who's... Who is who's overseeing those that oversee? Maybe the boys in the boys. Yeah, the episode, boys. We talk yes, about the that. boys. Yes, in the yes, boys yes. episode, we touch on that very uh, heavily. Sis, so go listen to. Well, watch the boys first on <laughs> Amazon Prime because I know you're behind on oh, shows. Oh man, they're uh, they're coming up with season three pretty soon. So. Yeah, man, it's gonna be great. Uh, Amy also says uh, Bushwhackers Ooh. for me. <laughs> That's nice, Luke and Butch. Damn. Yeah, man, uh, that that makes me think about me and my pop. Uh, my dad, me and my dad watched the Bushwhackers, so uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, good, good pull there, sis from the '80s, right there. <laughs> what else we got in there? You know what? I heard real quick before they became Bushwhackers, they were known as the Sheep Herders, and they were a very hardcore team, like oh, really? a very bloody like tag team. You know, they didn't do the Butch and Luke shit, the licking and the fans. Uh -huh. They were like very hardcore. Wow. Uh, so there's some footage of them when they were the Sheep Herders. Check them out. It's much better to be the sheep herders than the sheep shaggers. I don't <laughs> want to be that. So, well, they're violent as hell. From what I've I'm, I'm down to watch Very that, violent. man. Luke and yeah. Butch, man, no doubt. Uh, I, I believe it. So, what else yeah. we got in there? Joe though? says, "Fuck yes, Adam. Parenthood is a great movie." <laughs> Let's see who else we got here. Uh, Joe says, "Always appreciate the support. Of course, my brother. We're here for you. you. Support us. We'll support you." Yep. And we had a great. I had a great time uh, being there, man. It was awesome. Lucky. I'm sorry we drank all your beer. My apologies. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, oh, there we go. Parenthood is a great movie. Great guys. So that's it. Uh, like we do in the first 30 minutes, we invite you to join in the conversation comment. Uh, after this first 30 minutes, we're going to take a quick little, like, it's not even like, a, I call it a blip of a break, literally or whatever, where we're going to read through more comments if there's any, and, uh, then we'll get right into our topic, whatever. But at the start of the show, this is what we do. And we say, hello, let you join in and say hello and comment in. And then, uh, we also talk about what we saw or what we did in the world of pop culture. Uh, what double A was talking about earlier was I was chasing the Batman X Fortnite issue two, uh, zero point. Uh, that's a comic right now. That's kind of going hand in hand with the actual Fortnite game, which, a bazillion people play. I play with my nephew. I love it. There's like 
uh, all these like uh, different skins you can wear. You can look like your favorite football team and put your own number on there, which is cool. Uh, you can look like uh, soccer. If you're into soccer, you can dress like superheroes. They had a whole season dedicated to like all the Marvel characters. They've got Batman, the Joker. You can be the Nolan Batman specifically if you want. Uh, you can be the Predator, the alien. You know what I mean? Like you don't get any of their powers, but you just look like them. So uh, it's gotten pretty cool. Okay. Um, so it's just like being like Mystique. Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. And you're running around and you're using guns, which I always make a joke about that's funny as, you know, they got Batman using guns, you know what I mean? But what's cool about this comic book series is that if you buy each issue, you get something in the mm, game mm -hmm. you can redeem. So right. it's been super hot. It's been selling out. The first issue sold out. The second what issue. Smart, it was a know? smart idea, right? Yeah. Just fucking smart. Oh, yeah. Keep selling as comics. You get a code, you know. I mean, shit. Those comics probably so like crazy. Man. Number one, it's Batman. Great, exactly. Great. You, you get yeah. your number. You know, number one. Some say number one. Some say number two. Guy in DC, right? You know, my nephew knows who Batman is. Whatever. Number two, it's like it's a comic book. So I feel like we we sat the other day and read issue one and two together. I'm like, I'm getting them into comics. Like this is cool. Like, like I'm gonna reel if, them in. If you're into video games, most likely you're into comics. So that just works really well, hand in hand. So. Uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of, you, you mentioned like some sports. Mm -hmm. uh, our San Antonio Spurs made it, man. We're in the playoffs. Playoffs, right. Uh, Clinch. We're probably not going to win the title, but man, it's just, you know what? Having another playoff year for Pop, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, they announced the football schedules, man. Uh, if you are a Cowboy fan, we got some pretty bad news. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to be on opening night, September 9th. But against the fucking Super Bowl champs, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks. So <sighs> once again, it'll put me in double A at ends. I, I I'm a, I'm a Patriots fan, but I root for my boy Brady. My my heart kind of fucking exploded. <laughs> and you know what? With with you know talks about you know maybe Aaron Rodgers either leaving or going to the AFC, retiring, whatever. Man, you know what? The NFC is just like super wide open for Tom Brady. I I can't think of another team. Breeze is gone. Breeze yeah, is retired. Breeze is gone. If you know, you know Rodgers does go to the AFC or he does retire. I mean, okay, no more Packers. The NFC East is just in a whole rebuilding mode. Yeah. All four teams are in all re you know rebu rebuilding. Uh I think the Vikings still have cousins. Yeah. You know, which cousins has approved that yeah. he's you know, sorry. Seattle, they always start off great. And then they always start falling off towards the end. Yeah. You know? So, yep. I mean, there's, man. It's, it's what keeps to me Russell Wilson out of that elite conversation. I mean, it's like, you know, you could say. But, you know, it's weird. They they gave him all the weapons, right, in yeah. his first years. And then all of a sudden they just, like, traded everyone, mm -hmm. got rid of everybody. And then it was like they just expected him to win. Yeah, you can't. You, you know, know? You need that. You, need, you know, when you've got a team that's working and clicking, I would, you know. Uh, reminiscent of our last dance episode, yeah. it's like, why do you, why do you ruin the band? The good thing is going, you know. And, I mean? and so. what's bad too is that, from what I understand, Tampa Bay was able to sign all their starters. Uh -huh. So it's pretty much the that same, same team. Super Bowl team. Yeah, I mean that's great for so, them. You know what so, I mean? So I mean, man, you know, right now they have to be the team in the NFC. And then I, you know, I was asking some people at work. I was like, AFC, you know, uh, is KC still the big dog in, in the AFC? You know. Uh, I'd have to say maybe yeah, still. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, yeah. Mahomes is legit. I mean, like and super uh, young. You know, yeah. I mean, he <laughs> super, went. Super, super. You know, young. to go all the way twice. Twice. And uh, super young, super strong. The kid's got an arm like a oh, freaking cannon. So yeah, I mean, me and my dad are Patriots fans, and so it's like been rough for us to lose our guy, and he goes and wins the next year. So uh, we play them this year too. We play the Buccaneers, so it's like we'll see how it fares for for us. But uh, yeah. 
I mean, there's been no talks at all about Rodgers going to New England, but hey, I'll take the guy right oh, now. Man. I mean, Are you like shit. Him and Belichick. I mean, man. like. You know, um, it's funny because it's like it feels like there's very few guys that are in that conversation for elite quarterback. Uh, Rodgers is definitely a part of it. But you know what? You know, from, from the time I've been watching football to now, Rodgers just has the greatest big arm uh, that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Every time that guy just hauls it up in the air, it always lands in someone's arms. Yeah. I mean, it's it's incredible to see every time he throws that long ball. It, it's He's beautiful. done it kind of with a mixed match um, of weapons. Yeah. He sometimes <laughs> yeah. has them, sometimes doesn't. And so that's putting a lot on well, the Well, he's killed but. the Cowboys in two very big playoff games where it looks like the Cowboys are going to win. But they, give, they always fucking give the man like four minutes of time in the fourth quarter, which is just... Well, mm, one of them uh, too much time. Didn't Dez catch it in one of them? <laughs> nope. no, it was not one against no, that. No. The, 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 the who caught it? Somebody caught it in the oh, end. Oh, that zone. bullshit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Green Bay was a better team. Um, and then real quick, <laughs> tomorrow, uh, big day for us Spurs fans again. Tim Duncan entering the Hall of Fame. Yes, someone with him, Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett. And I forget the I forget the other names. It's a pretty it's a really damn good class. Elite class, but, but it was going to be like a really big one because it was like Kobe, Tim, and Garnett. So uh, that's going to be awesome. David Robinson is going to do the speech for Tim. Really? Yeah. So that's awesome. That's man. fucking. I can't cool. wait to see that. That's going to be wonderful to watch. Yeah, uh, I have it recorded just in case like I miss it because I really don't want to see Garnett. I fucking hate that dude. You know, and I know they're going to make it all about Kobe. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie, man. I'm just, I was, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sad he's gone and everything, but I'm just, I'm not a fan of Kobe's. Uh, you know, our rivalry with the Lakers in those late 90s, early 2000s, man, there were some vicious, yeah, vicious brutal. fucking games. It's brutal. Uh, Kobe and Shaq always talking, well, Shaq mostly talking yeah. shit about the Spurs, you know, and and just man, golly, that that one year where Kobe just torched Antonio Daniels, uh, you know, before we got Bowen, you know, to kind of like hold him down a little bit, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> you go home after some of those losses, man. Too, you're just like, man, I am bummed out. At that oh man, loss, and, and then what would always get me mad too is that you know uh, every time we we play the Lakers, you know, there's like a lot of Laker fans in, in the AT and T Center, you know, so that mm-hmm. kind of fucking blows. Yeah, so. yeah, we know there's a big presence of that. Yeah, I was like, what the hell. Um, yeah. So uh let's get back into these yeah, comments. Don't yeah. like it. Take, few, take care of them for me because yeah, yeah. I'm I, I got something here going on. Yeah, yeah. Um Joe says we're the mega powers again, hopefully not <laughs> because they, they had a bad split up. Uh <laughs> real bad at WrestleMania 5. I do see us as Hogan and Macho Man though. Yeah, so but, I get, uh, I get maybe that. in that good year, but <laughs> again, yeah, we're going into rocker territory. I know, I know. It's tough, right? It's tough. Few uh, tag teams stay together, yeah. true tag teams, you know. Uh Amy says go Spurs, go. Yes, also, go Spurs, go. Uh Rich says super excited for the Spurs. They play with the heart each game. They do play with heart. Dude, I love Lonnie. I love DeJounte. Mm-hmm. I love Patty. It's like we have such uh I, I like this youth. I like these guys. Um, I love Becky on the bench. Um, uh, that's great. I mean, so that's awesome, man. I mean Amy with exclamation marks, Brady. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, Rich says Cowboys will lose. Very <laughs> rich. Okay. Not a Cowboys fan. Uh, Joe says he hopes we get some free coffee with the Spurs win. Absolutely. I didn't know. Man. Did they still do that? I, I think so. Okay. I think Valero was the ones doing it. Yeah, now, I know they were, but I didn't know they were still doing it. Now right. Valero's are Circle K. Is that correct? Oh, okay. I, I don't okay. know. The other day I was out and about, and I swear that I saw Stop and Go, and I was like, 
Yes, Whoa. yes, there are. So that's yeah. what yeah. is blowing my mind yeah. right there. So. Uh, Amy to Joe with the coffee. Hell yeah, Joe. <laughs> um, Richard says right now Washington being talked about being the team to watch out for a season. The team without a name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Joe says Friday night fantasy league. Okay. I am totally down for that. Joe, we get that popping off. So we get you and Luck in there. Uh, Double A doesn't play fantasy, but I got I get us enough guys. Don't worry about that. Uh, Amy says, "What you sipping on, bro?" Uh, I decided to have a Dos Equis here with Double A, my podcast partner All on right. podcast night. Right. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about that in a second. <laughs> uh, Amy says, "Donkey." Donkey? Oh, yeah. Tim Donkey. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I thought I was telling you what you do. Uh, here we go. Uh, Rich says, what about Alex Rodriguez buying the Timberwolves? Is that, did that happen? It, it, he's part of a group that bought him. So, wow. Hey, uh, more power to him. Right on, A Rod. Go, go yeah. for it, man. Yeah. Um, I'm more about uh, more ethnicities owning stuff. So, that's yeah. cool. And A Rod's yeah. a big one. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. Man. Uh, and baseball money, right? Huge oh, baseball money. Man. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was worth more than franchises. Uh, Rich says, y'all think Becky will be the head coach next year? No, I think Papa's going to finish off this year because he's got a commitment to the uh, USA team. Oh, really? Okay. So I think he'll do one more year. I know that he was previously committed to LaMarcus, and since that all, uh, <laughs> you know, you yeah. know, filtered out, it's like, let's, you know, if he wants to call it a career. I, I'm hoping I'm Becky totally does. Uh, I hope does so, too. It, you know? I would feel really honored I'm, and distinguished to have the first well, not just that. It's not just, you know, her being a woman. I just, I love her career, what she did for the Silver Stars. Mm-hmm. You know, she took, she actually took the Silver Stars to a finals yeah. in the WNBA. She's, she's a smart basketball player. She's she is. a badass basketball player. Yeah. And, you know, that year that she got hurt, that's where she started going with the Spurs, kind of like, right. you know, asking pop, you know, questions about coaching her. What a great mind for basketball, yeah. right? Who yeah. do you go? You go to the best coach that yeah. there is. And yeah. then, too, she's like, she's like one of us now. She's a San Antonian. You and know she's mean? a so, Hall of Famer. Yeah, she's, she's a, a Hall, Hall of Famer. Famer basketball so, player. So I, I love that. I would love that. I mean, yes. And I, and I, for all the, just her as a basketball knowledge and, and as a basketball player, but yeah, I think that it is important to be. It would be hugely important for San Antonio to be representing the first female uh, head coach. I'll be. I think that would be just like icing said, on the cake. And like you said, her roots are so deep in San Antonio, mm-hmm. so so deep. So uh, that'd be just awesome. It, it'd feel like homegrown, yeah, kind of coach yes. instead of hiring from the yeah. outside. We're totally getting someone agree. from you know home. So. Totally agree. And she's been with us several seasons now, so that's amazing. Rich, you're hurting me right now, buddy. No, uh, not a cowgirls fan. Ooh. Indianapolis Colts all the way. Now you're hurting you me, know, Rich, with the Colts. You didn't have to go cowgirls, Rich. I yeah, mean, you could have just said you know Dallas Cowboys, but now now you're drawing the line there, buddy. And the Colts here uh, in my territory, Rich, the AFC is. I'm I'm the only AFC guy, and and our my little group of friends. <laughs> you know, this guy's brothers and them. You know what I mean? Uh, we always laugh jokingly because his, well, his brothers are fans of one, the Redskins, and the other one, the Giants. So it's like Giants, Redskins, they're on the same, you know, division. It's like, geez. Like, well, I'll tell you what, though. There's one thing, though, the Colts can't do. They can't hold on to a damn quarterback. So, Oof. Rich, you guys got to lock that down. Hey, could, could that be a landing spot for Rodgers? He, I feel well, like he, no. Yeah, no. I don't think they got Rodgers' money. I don't know about that. Uh, Rich so. says he does play some fantasy football. All Rich, right. we'll keep you in mind for the Just Another Friday Night Fantasy Football League. There's a lot of Fs in that. Friday Night <laughs> Fantasy Football League. Oh, shit. Yeah, right. Uh, let's see. Rich says, I'd like to see her be a head coach, hopefully with the Spurs, though. Definitely. I hope so. I yeah. think she's being groomed for it. So. I want her to be here. I don't want her to go elsewhere. So, uh, Joe, there you go. Here's your buddy. Joe says, go Cowboys. 
<laughs> I don't want to. I see. I can't say something that we can't say so because they're gonna take sound bites of us. Oh, double A. And Gabe kicked in now. I was born a cowboy fan. Oh, baby. here we go. Gabe's in the house. <laughs> Gabe, I added you to a new group, Invincible Comics. They were looking for uh, people to press books. So uh, take that ad and see if you can't. The other oh, guy maybe okay. can't do it. Rich so. kind of filled us in. He goes, I didn't know Patriots are still playing. <laughs> but he goes, no, they got Wentz. Rich, did they get Wentz? Did they? I hadn't heard or that the Colts, yet. Is it Rich, did the Colts or uh, the Patriots get Wentz? Uh, I mean, Carson Wentz is, you know, good. He had that season with the Eagles. But is he, he with the Colts or? Tell me to fill us in on that. Fill us in on that, Rich. Colts or, or with uh, with uh, New England? I hadn't heard that about New England. It would definitely have to be probably the Colts, so. But uh, yeah, Gabe, check that out, man. And uh, don't forget to get with us. We want to get on an episode. Guys, we're getting near the 30-minute break. We're not there yet, but uh, almost. Um, uh, so a lot of good shit talking, guys. I, I know where you yeah, stand. Yeah, man, we I, love I, it. I know where Rich stands. We, we, we love so. it. Bring it on, guys. Hey, and you guys <laughs> hang out because I really want to hear, especially the gentlemen that are in here right now and ladies, your opinions on this next particular, well, our topic for the night when we get right into it, which will be in a few minutes. Yeah. But uh, double A, anything pop culture wise we need to talk about? Discuss Loki coming up uh, four weeks. They bumped that one up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cobra Kai uh, going to be debuting later later this year, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, let me see what else. Oh, uh, you heard about that new series on Netflix from Mark Miller's comic, like Jupiter's Legacy or something. Oh, like I didn't that. know it was a Mark Miller book. It's a I Mark heard Miller about book. the series. Yeah, yeah, so I might be checking that out. It's eight okay. episodes. It looks like it averages about thirty, no, forty to forty-seven minutes. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm kind of intrigued to check that one out. So I might, I might be checking that out on Netflix. It just debuted. Okay, not too long ago, and it was it already shot. like the number one show streaming for Netflix. So Double A got me and my lady watching uh, Mayor of East Town. Me, yeah, Mayor, Mayor of, of East Town. HBO, uh, Max, HBO Max, streams. You can watch all four episodes. Kate there. Winslet uh, plays a detective. Um, also, our our buddy, our favorite actor, Ralph Boner, comes out. <laughs> so if you uh, if you're a fan of Evan Peters, I love Evan Peters to death. But he's he's like really good in this show. It's he's, a very it's very yeah. it's very in the in the vein of the True Detective. True Detective. Yeah. So if you like, I that say kind season of stuff, three True Detective. Yeah, you know, and we're only four episodes in, I believe. So four of seven. Easy so there's to, only going to be seven episodes, yeah. so it's just four of seven. So. Easy to catch up, and it's really great, guys, if you like dramas like that. might be something for the now watch this podcast and the watchers to check out as well. Uh, Rich confirms Colts got Carson Wentz. Oh, that's a wow. good That's them. a good that's pick a, that, that wow. could be the, a, a really team nice to watch. That could be a team yeah. to watch. Um, and Gabe uh, says Rich was cool. <laughs> and then he says JK. Uh, guys, uh, yeah, so we're right about to approach that approach that break. Uh, you want to go ahead and tell them what the subject is going to be tonight so we can kind of get them ready? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell them uh, right now. Before I do that, though, I want to say uh, specifically my shirt ties into what we're going to talk about yeah. tonight, but I'm also wearing uh, this is my dad's favorite character, the Silver Surfer. Uh, guys, I also am a huge Silver Surfer fan uh, because yeah, of my dad. Yeah. yeah, and uh, dad's a little sick right now, guys, so I'm asking for some prayers from the Friday Night Faithful for him. Uh, he's in the hospital, and I want him to get out and get better soon, really soon, and he might have to have a procedure or maybe even a surgery, uh, guys. So if you would please put your thoughts and prayers with my dad right now over at the VA hospital, it would mean everything to me, man. Uh, you know, my dad is super tight, and I know you've heard me talk about him here a lot, and um, – you know, wearing the surfer for dad, uh, for sure. He's my Superman. He's my hero. So um, I'd appreciate it, guys, uh, big time. But uh, with that being said, I'm going to talk about two things that uh, our subject for tonight. It's a subject that 
I can't even tell you when I started liking either, but I can <laughs> tell you that I liked them both with my dad and that my dad liked them with me and we enjoyed them That's both. Awesome. Yeah. One of the things, uh, one of the kind of universes we're going to talk about, you know, we're talking about more or less the creators, the creators. but my yeah. dad saw the part of the university. He probably saw both the movies in the theater, but uh, the man that created Star Wars, George Lucas and his Star Wars universe, which is his birthday today. That's Happy right. Birthday, Happy birthday, George Lucas. George Lucas, as we call him, Emperor George <laughs> Lucas. And then on the other side, again, my love for comic books and all the things that the great, great Generalissimo created. Stan, when your nickname is The Man, it just says it right there, Lee. Guys, tonight we want to talk about who created the more important, the more impactful universe. Was it the force or was it the true believer? That is the title for our show tonight. And that's what we want to talk about with you guys. Who did it better? Who is more prominent? Whose universe is more important? Whose creations are more important? Was it Stan Lee or was it George Lucas? Or or is it George Lucas? You know what I mean? So we're kind of going to do a versus here, a head-to-head, -head, you know what I mean, of, of the two titans. Oh, it's like celebrity deathmatch. <laughs> yeah, the two titans of the pop culture uh, industry. I mean, guys, we're talking about the literal backbone here. There's no reason that geeks like us gather around or nerds or whatever the hell you want to call it. We don't like either one of those terms, but just fans of pop culture. You know what I mean? The reason why, you know, we, we get up and get out of bed and make a podcast about this stuff, go to the movies. You know what I mean? You know, you have George Lucas debuting Star Wars in 1977, but he had movies before that. You know what I mean? And then you've got Stan sure. Lee had comics way before Since that 60 or oh, 50s i'm sorry 40s yeah built in yeah. those comics were, were built in but they didn't get movies till much later spawned a whole another universe and now we live in a world where those where fall under one hub yep. of the disney castle but yet the properties are probably hotter than ever look at one time you could have said star wars was here and marvel was here mm -hmm. now ever since then they've gone just about head to head now so disney doesn't have all this money without these two franchises that's right that's right and i've got some interest i've got the tail of the tape coming up after the quick break but while we're in the moment i want to hear what you guys the friday night faithful all you friday nighters think who did it better was it the force or was it the true believer who's got the more important contributions to pop culture Damn. guys these Damn. are the titans of the industry i love them I mean, both oh I, you it's know, hurting my heart. It, it's it's gonna Damn be. It. It's. I'm telling you guys. It's watching your two favorites go at it, guys. So we're getting right up on that break. Think about that question: Stanley or George Lucas? Without whom do we have the oh pop culture universe that we have? And if you're listening to us just on the audio version, we're going to be right back after a quick blip of a break. And if you're with us here live on Facebook, you know we're not going anywhere. In fact, we're going to read your comments now. Hear what you think about the topic tonight. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, if you enjoy, uh, stuck through that break, thanks for hanging out. And if you know, every Friday night, we do go live on Facebook Live so that you can join in the conversation. We just read through some fantastic comments. We revealed our topic for the night, the force and the true believer. 
Stan the Man Lee versus, as Double A's been calling him, George Boy Toy <laughs> Lucas. I called him Emperor George Lucas, but maybe I'm maybe I'm completely was that wrong. A, was that a point? Was that a point from Kevin Smith? Because he's such a diehard <laughs> Lucas. I mean, Stan the Man fan. Yeah, we do know that that uh, Kev definitely does love Stan the Man. Uh, his first ever cameo in in Mallrats. You know what I mean? That that started it all off. So. Before we start, and I hope Mario's still here, we're going to do it like this. I'm going to do it boxing style with the tail of the tape. Guys, Stan the Man Lee from uh, Manhattan, New York, New York. Ooh, Manhattan. George Lucas from Modesto, California. Stan Lee, at the age of his death, he's no longer with us, sadly, 95 years old. Currently, George Lucas, 77 years old. How about this, Damn. guys? Stan Lee born... December 28th, 1922. Then on today, <laughs> uh, May 14th, 1944, so 22 years apart, right? That's funny, 22 and 44. Uh, George Lucas is born. Stan Lee comes in at 5'11". I didn't know he was that tall. I was like, all right. George Lucas, 5'6", a little closer to my height. All right, all right. Uh, now here's a, a big one. This is what it said on, on Google, so I don't know how right this is, but Google said this. Net worth, Stan Lee, at the time of his death, $50 million. Google said, George Lucas, net worth, $7 billion, guys. I believe that one. $7 yeah. billion. Yeah. Remember, when he sold Star Wars to Disney, it was for $4 billion. So his net worth is still going up? Is that just residuals? Yeah, it has to be. I mean, it has to be. man. Uh, there you go. Um, let's see. And we're going to talk about this in depth, but just some real quick. Notable creations. Stan Lee, Spider-Man, The Fantastic Four, The X-Men, The Incredible Hulk. Uh, uh, George Lucas, Star Wars, Darth Vader. Would you count Indiana Jones? Yeah, he was the writer, yes. so he created Indiana yeah, Jones. Him and Spielberg were, were the co-creators. Co-creators, whole thing. Yeah. So, guys, these is these are no. Uh, and I, oh, this is what I wanted to talk about earlier in the comments. We had a comment from Friday Nighter, um, Untimable Amy, who said, "Can you compare two Titans in the same thing?" And we we kind of talked about how we think our differences between these two men and what they created but i will say that they are obviously titans in the pop culture industry and yeah. created oh, yeah. these two things that spawn now several there's no more just marvel comics because there's the marvel movies it's, there's the marvel yeah, shows the marvel universe yeah just like star wars it maybe was movies at the beginning but now there's comic books there's yeah, shows there's books there's, so now they're more head to head Games. but i will say this what i wanted to say to untamable amy is that uh i think yes you can compare two because it's like when we say who's the ultimate guitar god you're comparing two yeah. guitarists and you're right. It, it could be just rock or it could be just, you know, uh, any genre, whatever, but like Prince gets thrown in that conversation all the time. You might not consider him necessarily a rock and roller, but I mean, he is, and we've had this debate this week about the recent hall of fame inductees to the rock and roll hall of fame, not truly rock and roll quote unquote, but you know, it's music and the influence I believe is there in my personal opinion. So I'm fine with it. It's, it's the hall of fame for, music and you could just change it well, to the music hall of fame change but, it to that thing that's why everyone keeps yeah, saying stop yeah. calling it the rock and roll hall of fame if you're not going to put rock and roll guys in here that's true that maybe that, <laughs> that's maybe a very valid yeah. point that's maybe a very valid point but uh the way that's my tale of the tape guys awesome. you've got it there you've got you know stand with, with guys, uh, it's you know it's these two guys they're the reason why marvel comics the star wars universe are two of the biggest properties going right now billion dollar movies Billion dollar franchises. I mean, and it all started with these two men, really. You know, I mean, Stan had help, and we're, we're going to go into that. Definitely. Obviously, you can't have, you know, 
a band is more than one person. Correct. Okay. Correct. George Lucas, though. I mean, even a solo artist is more than that. There's somebody at the board. Yeah. You might it's have a producer. Writers. You got your producer yeah. kind of telling you where to go. Yeah. You know. I so, mean, even Elvis had a band, right? Yeah, but they, but both universes have gone far beyond probably what both men probably realized was possible. You know, I mean. The comic book world was seen as like just a kid's thing, a nerd thing, you know, that you grow out of after a while. Mm-hmm. Star Wars was like this fanboy thing, you know. Like, right. Yeah, you know, it was like the same like Star Trek for a while, you know. Mm-hmm. You're just like, you know, yeah, whatever. But now it's gone just beyond everything that you've ever imagined. <laughs> I mean, now Disneyland or Disney World, they have, you know, they Galaxy have Star Dance. Wars. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they have the yeah. cantina in there. And Marvel is just everywhere now. now. Something that you know that's undeniable is is that these creators' creations outgrew them. Yeah, they did. That is a hallmark they of did. what fantastic yeah. creators they are. Is that people like us love this stuff so much, and, and people much more talented than us, like Kevin Feige, like the writers of you know the the current um, you know uh, Dave Filoni. I mean, oh, how, how about yeah, those two guys? Yeah. How about Dave, Kevin Feige and Dave Filoni? I mean, like ask yourself who's yeah. more important right now i mean because that shit is all fantastic i mean and it's showing you that you're like man now the property is in the hands of people that are crafting something beyond anything we could have ever dreamed of anything he could have imagined out of these six movies that he was able to do you know me and you were old enough double a that we sat around and dreamed about seeing a superhero yeah. movie yeah in in the vein of superman or batman for a marvel character then we got the X-Men. Then we got yeah. and Blade. Spider-Man, you know, was, no, Spider-Man really, is really yeah. the one that Spider-Man just, was like that was like man, now we're seeing the guy. That like, was something shit. that really opened my eyes. It wasn't the X-Men, it wasn't Blade. When right. I first saw the Spider-Man Agreed. movie, God. You know what it was? Because he looked like how he looked cool and it just felt big. It felt serious. Yeah. You know, and you're that like, was like what Whoa. Stan created and yeah. great power, great responsibility. Uncle Ben at me. We we're know the story. And we're foaming at the mouth. And we're that like, costume too. Because you know, a blade was blade and it was fantastic. But it was blade and it was they had to kind of make it a movie blade. But then, it was like a horror vampire thing. Right. 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 You know, X Men still kind of looked a little funny. Yeah, you know? they didn't look like our X Men, but Spider Man, I mean, oh, number man. one, that was like man. Marvel Superman. That yeah. was our guy. That was the it money. It was just brighter. It was bigger. You know, it was well written, well acted. It was that like, red and blue wait. costume that Steve Ditko co created is iconic. It is. I would say creative. Yeah. Created, yeah. he would create. Co- I would yeah. say Dickel, give all that to Dickel. To look, the, the, the imagery look. comes from the artist, so for sure. But I mean, like you know, seeing that on screen, it was like, wow, and it almost felt like finally our guys got to the dance because we're yeah, Marvel guys. Yeah, man, it was, it was like, always man, DC. He, now we've arrived, or know? it was always someone outside of DC. It was like the Crow or Judge Dredd. You know, you're mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Really? How come Marvel's not getting into the game? Yeah, you know, and it was like all the woes, and it just sparked that fire, oh, and then man. it's it's and on it its hasn't way. really stopped. It hasn't stopped at all. Not at know? all. Not at all. And it's still going to this day. We just we've done multiple episodes about it. You know what I mean? So, and there's multiple people doing multiple episodes about the same things because that's how outstanding it is. So, um, but we want to go deep. We want to know who would you say has the better characters? Who has the better stories? You know, whose impact has what you think has been felt much more, you know, right. for a long time, Star Wars was a king. Oh, yeah. There was no other Undoubted. big franchise. Be, yeah. There was the no one bigger king. than yeah. Star Wars. Everything right. about Star Wars was just Jedi's, Sith, 
legends, you know, uh, the the religion of the Sith Lords, the religion of the Jedi's, you know, the the, the lining up at movie theaters, you know, my oh, dad man. telling me going to see Star Wars in 1977 at the movie theater. Uh, he might have been about maybe out of high school or then a little bit maybe out of high school. Might have been his first years in the military, but uh, in the Marine Corps. But either way, he was like, "Man, that was like the coolest shit I had ever seen." Like nobody yeah. didn't know what to expect. Like it was like, I mean, imagine seeing like you haven't seen you know, anything like that before. There hadn't been anything close to that mm -mm. before. You know, what would you liken it to for yourself, Double A? Like, what did you see that was like that? I have a movie in my mind. For like me, Star Wars? yeah, that like maybe it was like that for us because I mean, obviously, we saw that, but our you know, for our parents, that was like they didn't, they'd never seen they had like never that. seen anything you know like, that. like So, for me, like, I always think about like when I saw the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park, I was like, holy shit, like that looks really fucking good, like amazing. Like, my eyes were like, like wow, this is like <laughs> this is something. And mind you, it's humans and dinosaurs or whatever, but it was like, no, it looked great, it, it looked it great, and great. it still looks great, it still yeah, looks it's great. what 93. I mean, yeah. like, you know, yeah. Spielberg outdid himself. Like, yeah. that's a fantastic movie. They would show that movie in school, like, all the yeah, time. Like, it was you safe. Know, it was nice. Right. You know? But it was something like that that opened your eyes to, you know what I mean? That's what Star Wars did for a generation. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that, that spawned, you know, people dressing up. That spawned people, you know, again, like I said, lining up outside theaters, the, 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 the toys. I mean, like, guys, again, the very things that, much of what we all do now, collectors, fans, pop culture people, revolves around is these things were set in place by Star Wars. You know, uh, uh, what do you do when you do with the restaurant, the the franchise tie-in yeah. or whatever, the food franchise? I mean, shit. And then you they know? even have a connection too. You can say Marvel and Lucas because you know Marvel was the handler for the Star Wars comics, right? That's so, right. In the, in the, at first, and then it went away, and then they got it back, and it's back now. Well, that's man. pretty damn cool, though. You know that Marvel and Lucas did work together. Yeah. Know? So I don't. Who knows if Lee and Lucas ever met? But and who knows if maybe Lucas ever? Yeah. You know, it's funny because I was trying to find a picture of them together, and I didn't find any. But I, I would imagine yeah. they had to cross paths. I mean, again, they were they were you know about twenty years apart in age, twenty two years apart in age. You know what I mean? At but, that time, I would say Stan was a, a legend by seventy seven. Uh, comic book legend well mm. respected oh, yeah, definitely. Man, you know yeah so yeah i would have to say they and, cross paths and maybe at the height of his uh they might have they were probably at a playboy mansion party together <laughs> that's how i want to imagine it they, them <laughs> two and Hef hanging out you know what i mean no shit but uh i mean let's not let's go back to stan now the guy's been creating icons in the comic book world since he had been around you know, since like the 40s he mm -hmm. helped with the captain america but he really didn't make his mark until about the 60s, early, early 60s, you know, when he just, this whole creative, you know, outpouring of characters just came out of this man, you yeah. know. Fantastic Four was unlike anything you had ever seen before. The first you know? family of, of Marvel. But the so different. Flagship book. You know, you so, know? so different mm -hmm. characters that you've never seen. You know, the thing was like a monster that you wrote about in the horror comics. Right. You know, you didn't. You didn't see that kind of character, you know, as a in good comic. Guy. Yeah, as a good guy, you yeah. know. Uh, Reed, a little older dude. Yeah, you know, uh, Sue, very proper lady. Mm -hmm. You know, Johnny, the arrogant the fucking arrogant, teenager. Yeah. You know, pretty much your uh, to kind of harken back to George Lucas, but your your kind of race car driver. <laughs> your, your, yeah, you know, literally his hair on fire. You know what I mean? Um, what about what about the mashup creation of your dr jekyll mr hyde plus frankenstein oh, gets 
the incredible Hulk. Again, you know what I mean? You know, there's so many people see him that when they start off with their own comics, they kind of want to do their version of Superman, their version mm-hmm. of Flash, their mm-hmm. version of Wonder Woman. When you look at the characters that were created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby and Steve Dickel and all of them, you really didn't see him trying to copy a Superman. No, not at all. You know, the Hulk was his furthest thing away that you can imagine from a Superman. Yeah. You know, there was no speedster like the Flash. Yeah. You know, there was no Green Lantern that they were creating. These guys were creating, you know, uh, Thor, the God of Thunder, Iron Man. Bringing you know, him in. Uh, you know, Black Panther. Uh, you know who? Who else? Let's talk Hulk. about Marvel's Merry Mutants. He the makes X-Men. a team, and that they're nothing. Hated. They're nothing like yeah. The, the, number one, the, the yeah, the the social ramifications of this type of story where they're hated and feared. A guy is a beast. He's got gorilla like abilities. Hands. You know, uh, a female. You know, again, a, a, a thing on a team that can move things with her mind. You know what I mean? You know, a, a guy made out of ice. A guy that shoots beams out of. He didn't go with super strength, super speed. You know, no. uh, he didn't do any no, of that, these, man. These guys these were, were, like were different. different. New powers that he was kind of bringing in. You yeah, know? totally. It was exciting. You know? Definitely. And, and I mean, they had their their leader, you know, Professor X, that had the world's most powerful brain. You but, know, he's read, but he's wheelchair bound. But he's wheelchair bound. So he's, you know, and, and addressing the handicap category in a sense. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, how about the, the, uh, the righteous villain. We cannot, we've talked, we've done a whole episode on villains guys on rogues galleries here. You do not have any of these heroes without a great villain. Spider-Man has the green goblin. You know what I mean? You've got the X-Men and they've got Magneto. Magneto. Him and Xavier, they're polar opposites. They're, you know, Stan's writing Polar opposites, but also best friends. Yes. And how crazy was that? And they also are both fighting for what? Mutant, Mutant rights. rights. So you've got But how crazy was that though? See him that dynamic. You, you never had that in DC where the, the good guy and the bad guy were also best friends. Right. You know, right. It, it's always like, no, that wasn't supposed to ever be a thing, you know. But these guys love each other, they respect each mm-hmm. other, they want the same thing, but they go about it different ways. Exactly. Xavier trying the more political way, Magneto by force. By force. Force of will. And 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 how insightful for Stan Lee to be pulling this out of the social commentary going on. The Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. Malcolm X. You know, people were split, divided. Who who did you you know, you both want the same thing, equality, you know but what? you're trying he, to get it different ways. But well, it's funny though, Sam, is I've seen interviews of both Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, and you can see it both ways. Mm-hmm. You, you, oh, you totally. like what Martin Luther King is saying, but you also want it like what Malcolm X wants. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like the same way that they wrote Magneto and Professor X. You're just like, well, mm-hmm. golly, you know, I want to be like Xavier, you know, I want to be the good role model, but then Magneto is like, well, they're just all they're doing is hating all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, and killing all the time. On one, on the one hand, you have violence begets violence, but on the other hand, you have I'm not gonna let these people continue to hurt the hurt. ones I love yeah. and hurt me. I'm gonna take. Yeah. I have power. Yeah, and he did. And you know what I mean. So, so that how fantastic man, is so that dynamic? That you was know? just so different. So you have the Fantastic Four, who is, you know, kind of you know they they work for the government, okay, uh, but then you have the X Men and the Hope. That are just being hated by the government and not changed by the government. You how know? about the Hulk? Now we didn't mention an outright villain because really, guys, in the whole complex, <laughs> the true villain is himself. Well, that too in the military, the right? US military, right? You know? the, the Hulk 
looks in the mirror and does not want to be the Hulk. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, how smart is that? To that, be, that is so you know cool. what I mean? Like, I mean, just all your rage, all your built up rage, you turn into this monster and you just, you're so strong, no one can stop you. You, you know, know, it came up this week, right? And we've talked about this before, but, you know, our last episode last week was about the Invincible show. And in the show, there's the character Omni Man or whatever, very Superman esque. And it, you know, in our course of promoting throughout the week, we're seeing other stuff and people, I know this just happened this week or whatever, but apparently like uh, Hyperion, right? Just the Marvel oh, character. Hyperion, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just beat up the Hulk real bad. Yeah, actually, yeah. I absolutely loathe. There, does, Marvel doesn't need a version of Superman. You know, and when anyone and else does saying. this, it's yeah. like, this is what made them different is this that they is, were, yeah. you know what I mean? Like if we have to put a, our guy against their guy or, you know, again, we love DC also, but we are going to make we it do, that way. But... It's like, don't, don't, don't make a guy like, don't make Sentry, don't make Hyperion, don't make Gladiator, these guys that are going to be like a Superman to fight Superman. Give them our Hulk. You put against who you have to fight. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't need to just make a cheap carbon copy or whatever because you're trying to have what they have. Even if somebody were to say, oh, well, then that means we never would beat them because Superman's going to beat us. Okay. Wrong. Yeah, wrong. wrong. What about the guy on my fucking shirt right here? The Silver Surfer, so dynamic, so iconic looking. And yes, not, not, created by stanley mainly created by jack kirby but but we know that creation goes further than just so, who made it up so the whole thing was like uh kirby had got so from what i read see him he, he wanted you know when they were both con, uh constructing galactus kirby was like you know what for our god that we're making we got to have him like a hero. A hero, yeah. But he didn't want to draw him like another guy in the spaceship. He wanted to just do it with the surfboard. You know, yeah. someone that would be able to fly anywhere real easy, real, you know, nothing. You know, he drew the Silver Surfer. Stanley saw it. Loved the idea. Went full force. That's, you know, it's gone in so many interviews written that this is Stanley's favorite character he yeah. loves this for a long time he would not let anybody write the silver surfer that was like a rule almost and it is you considered know? some of his best writing is actually considered writing. his best writing his best period writing, yeah. it, that one through 18 run that he had and we talked about this we've talked about this with wolverine now as many people know that are especially here know stanley did not create wolverine no and the creator of wolverine he did create the character, but it took Chris Claremont to come in and kind of cultivate that character to make it what it was. And that's what Stan did with the surfer. Although he did not create him, the, the words that went into that book were written by Stan. Yeah, and then the yeah. ongoing, I think it's like, it's a big bulk of the he surfer does. stuff. It's, it's 1 through 18. It's the Mobius story. You know, mm -hmm. it's everything, you know, that wasn't like, I guess Ron Mars is kind of like the first one, I think, to yeah. write him. After Stan, but Stanley for a good period of time, only he was writing Silver Surfer. Yeah. Only that's yeah. it. Yeah, and it's because here you have the man cultivating the character and making it what we know. I mean, again, everything that we know about Wolverine that it's common knowledge Wolverine comes from Chris Claremont. But see, and, and this is another cool thing too. I'm, and I've said it before, but you have a character that was created, you know, Silver Surfer, who goes out and. You know, finds planets for Galactus to eat, and he does it willingly until he comes to Earth, and he gets his memories back, and he just realizes, holy shit, you know, for who knows how long, I've been helping this guy erase worlds, erase civilizations, right. you know, right. he... 
mass murder, you can say almost. You know, how many characters can you think of like the Silver Surfer that has that kind of origin story where it's just like you're you're paying for kind of sins that you did mm-hmm. unknowingly, but you still did it. You still called on Galactus to come to this planet to eat and to pretty much erase, you know, whole worlds, whole civilizations. I mean, you had not seen anything like that in the DC universe anywhere else where you had a superhero that had that much blood on his yeah. hands. Very original you know? and very stark and what a look as well. Like again, it is beautiful look. How about this guys? Oh, the character we just talked about with Stan, no capes. Like it's 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 almost like it's almost like he represent representationally wanted to distance himself for what we saw from the bigs at DC, which was Superman and Batman, well, they wore capes or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, none of the X-Men wear a cape. But Magneto almost, wears a cape. You know what I mean? But, but then a lot of them have Doctor, too. Like, there's so many characters yeah. that are like Doctor this, yeah. Doctor that. You know, it's like, oh, you know, it's all like Doctor. And again, too, here's <laughs> the thing. You know, we talked about Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, the creators of Superman or whatever. Fantastic gentlemen that create the icon, the, the, the character that sets yeah. it off. However, that was it. They yeah. just had that one. They tried to create others. It didn't work out for them. Now, we look at the list we just rambled off just for Stan alone. So that's yeah. something huge. I mean, even like you got someone like Iron Man, mm-hmm. uh, you know, multi-billionaire, high-tech guy, all, all about technology, you know, but he has a past with drinking and, you know, in his origin story, he goes to Vietnam, you know, he gets wounded, severely wounded, has to build himself a suit and it kind of makes him relook his outlook on life. Right. Very cool too, man. That was a very different kind of story too that you had not seen before. Someone that was arrogant. Yeah. You know, brash. You know, didn't give a fuck about only about money. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he turns out to have a heart of iron. You know? Yeah. So <laughs> it was almost that Stan set up the garish rogue. Yeah. The um you know the likable unlikable type hero you know what i mean the 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 kid from nowhere you could almost say and although we know that george lucas has said that he's draw drew on the swashbuckling stuff and all that whatever but is luke skywalker much different from peter parker not that much you know what i mean what about you know your han solo you know what i mean and and like you said maybe a tony stark i mean it's like are there similarities you could almost say i will say this Maybe what Stan did was lay a lot of the groundwork, got people that were had their nose in comic books ready for something like this to come out. So 77 comes and you get Star Wars and you get these characters and you're like, we're all in. But what, what George's characters did too was bring in the non-comic book audience, the mm-hmm. movie going audience, and say, man, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Uh-huh. A space pirate fucking story. A space odyssey, a uh, space pirate, you know, space opera, whatever right. you want to call what it. What do you love about Luke? You love that it's like, I was just a fucking farm boy, but I find out I'm of a lineage of something and, and more. See, that's what I was going to say. It's kind of like you said, like Stan kind of like already doing the space stuff with the surfer, mm-hmm. you know, uh, or, you know, again, the radical idea of a teenager headlining the old comic book, you know, Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, so many people I told him, you know, no, teenagers are sidekicks. You can't have them as superheroes. Right. That's, just, that's just stupid. That's wrong. It won't sell. Hey, you know what? There was a whole bunch of teenagers that wanted a teenage comic book hero. You had you that know? foresight to say, who are we selling these to? I'm not selling these to grown men. Sometimes. But but mainly I'm saying these two you know kids. What? You know what if we can keep the grown man, right, with right. us longer? You know, 
Uh, and man, what is such originality? Uh, now it's not really, no one thinks about it too much, but man, how cool is it? You know, you read Spider Man, this guy can do amazing stuff, no pun intended. He can do amazing stuff, but then he still has school. He still has Flash Thompson. You know, mm -hmm. he still has his girl problems. You know, I think he should have intended that pun. That was a good <laughs> pun to intend. Yeah. Uh, you know, his Aunt May, it's only him and his Aunt May, and they struggle with bills all the time. The and death man, of his Uncle Ben. That, too. You know it's I mean? like, he, how he, cool was that to him just reading that first book? And that just, is such like, strong wow. writing. You know, with great power comes great responsibility. But not just that, but you're reading a character that's in high school like you are. Mm -hmm. You know, I, cool, this guy's having just as much trouble as I am. Yeah, well, like, I spent my entire youth dreaming I had more power than I had <laughs> so that I could be something more than what I was. Right? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I never I never laced up a pair of cleats and, and the Friday night lights were on me yeah. and, and I, I never shot a basket at the buzzer in front of a crowd. You know what I mean? So for me, it was my nose, you know, in between the, in between the, the pages and the word balloons, thinking to myself, man, how, how I'm Again, this time, pun intended, amazing that would be. You and, know? and I don't know how much of it did have an influence. But you know, Sam here was the editor of a newspaper at East Central. Mm -hmm. I mean, how, you know, how cool is that? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's Clark Kent and Peter Parker, you know, two of your biggest guys in comics that work at a newspaper, you know. And that's why I was like, hey, I got to do like the comic book corner in this in this but, newspaper, I mean, school, just, high school newspaper. Just again, you know, just how cool is it? You know, this guy's trying to get a date. <laughs> you know, he's trying to help his aunt, just like all of us, you know, that try to help our moms out, you know, with money or, you know, our parents in general, you know what I mean? We're approaching it was that age. so where, cool, you know, you know, to read those stories and just like, wow, this guy is, you know, because Dick Grayson never had those problems. Yeah, his parents died, his family died. but And a billionaire adopts him. Yeah, you know a know billionaire I mean? adopts him, you know. So, yeah, it was definitely very different. And so Stan, obviously, in the 60s he and the 70s. to what you wanted. Yeah, highly, you know? highly influential. And again, and I feel that like. that run, see him? Oh my goodness! You got Doctor Octopus, you got the Lizard, you got Gwen Stacy, you got Mary Jane Watson, you got J. Jonah Jameson, you got the Green Goblin, you got one of our guys, Craven the Hunter, Craven the Hunter, you know yeah. that debut. You got Mysterio, you got Electro. Man, this guy just set up pr pretty much all the movies that you've seen in Spider Man. Is pretty much all your creations of Stan Lee. Yeah, Betty you know? Brant, you know, J. Betty, Jonah Jameson. Yeah. You're not only Robbie. are you creating a character, but you're creating a circle around Robbie them. Robertson. You know, you know. I, I mean. uh I don't know. I've never read or heard anything about George Lucas reading comic books, but you kind of got to imagine that he did because at the time it would have been what was going on. He probably was in college when other college kids had these books stacked up. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that one took from the other. No, of I mean, course not. Because, know. again, Star Wars is very different, mm -hmm. which we'll get into probably in the next 30 mm -hmm. minutes. But there's no character from Star Wars that I can really say is a lot like a Marvel character almost. You I, know, okay. Luke and Peter Parker is a pretty yeah. good book. After that, you know, you, you got like really totally different for sure, you know, characters, sure. you know. Although I will say with what we know now, what you mentioned about this guy kind of being a mass murderer. Well, we have another yeah, another yeah, one, mass, sure another did. mass murderer, probably the on-screen icon uh in Darth Vader, you know. So um guys, we're really approaching that next break. So I'm gonna go ahead and hit the button now. We'll take this quick blip if you're listening to us on audio, and then we're gonna come right back after we read the comments from our Facebook Live uh, watchers and uh, listeners. I don't want to take the watchers from, <laughs> the hey, hey, hey. Uh, from our Friday Nighters. Sorry, guys. Uh, guys, so if you are available on a Friday night, crossing you want to... Yeah, crossing <laughs> over, big time. Uh, 
uh, if you want to join the conversation, please, uh, if you're free and available, hop on Facebook Live with us uh, during any one of these live episodes yeah, and join in yeah. the conversation. Tell us tell what us you why think. You, yeah, tell us if you think Stanley's the man or is the emperor is George Lucas. Yeah, and, and a personal invite to the other San Antonio podcasts that are maybe not live. Why don't you come on uh, live when we're doing an episode and join our conversation? We would love to hear your thoughts on the topics we're discussing. Um, and that maybe, you know, it can tie into something you talk about on your podcast so uh, or your or your show. So um, I'd love to hear that as well. Uh, but, uh, guys, yeah, let us take that uh, quick blip of a break for the audio listeners. If you want to ever see the uncut and hear the all the comments that go on during uh, the uh, the little blip of a break, go to YouTube, uh, search Just Another Friday Night. You'll find us there. Uh, look for our logos, the, the red mic on the white background. Uh, hit subscribe, and then you can watch the full uncut episodes. But if you just enjoy the kind of more streamlined conversation, uh, you can hear us anywhere on Spotify, um, Audible, Amazon Music, iHeart. All those places, guys. So uh, we'll take this quick blip, and then we'll be right back. And if you're joining us on Facebook Live, you know we're not going to go anywhere. We're going to read your comments right now. Uh, guys, if you hung out, there was like a little blip of a break there that happens for our audio listeners. You know that during that break, we're on Facebook Live, and we're answering uh, and reading all your comments to the topic we're talking about tonight. And we invite you to join, if you're able to, on a Friday night, our, our live conversation. Uh, tonight, we're talking the force and the true believer, as we call well, what it. What are we really talking about, CA? Stan the Man Lee versus Emperor George Lucas, or as Double A calls him, George well, Boy Toy Lucas, as Kevin Smith me. calls him. Yeah, Kevin Smith calls him. <laughs> Double A, I'll take a brewski if all you're right, having one. Right. Um, but yeah, guys, so we just spent the last 30 minutes, uh, more so after we read comments, talking about um, the greatness of what Stan did in the 60s and 70s. Just revolutionary and, stuff. And, oh, and we did talk at the beginning, though, about what George Lucas did, you know, with the Star Wars movies and kind of laying that track. That groundwork. Because yeah. that was, you know, that's where the pop culture, you could say, you know, movie Started stuff almost. took off. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, yeah. you know, we've done an episode on the 70s here, guys, and it's like um, it was revolutionary for its time, whatever. But this is in a period of movies where, Things are getting more gritty, more grimy, more, more dark, more real. The Vietnam War is going on. And then you have this movie, A, a Tale of Hope. A New a, Hope. A New Hope. A tale of, of a boy, a farm a boy. A farm boy. That maybe is just like you, that just, you know, uh, maybe he's like, you know, Dante in Clerks, a, a cock-smoking clerk. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he doesn't think he's anything. You know what I mean? His 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 uncle's telling him go out there and work on the moisture fucking the moisture farm. And he's like, man, that blows. You know what I mean? Like, I want to join the rebellion. Like I want to, I want to do something. You know what I mean? And then he finds out, you know what I mean? Be way before Harry Potter found out, Harry, you're a <laughs> wizard. And he gets a wand. Luke meets a crazy old hermit named Ben. But, but, you know, kind of speaking on the large part, you know, you do kind of get a little cryptic when, you know, when she's all like, you know, he he's just he's got too much of his father and then that's when his uncle is like that's what i'm afraid of yeah you're like what the fuck <laughs> and, and, and double a how about that foreshadowing yeah how about how about painting on that canvas of the unknown yeah my dad didn't know what that meant probably when he saw it the first time or anyone that saw it 19 they're like what too much of his father whatever it's a passing line and Only she says it like discover. real nice right she says it like oh he's just got too much of his father and yeah everything. yeah it's like yeah and then what do we learn in this movie, in the first movie of Star Wars? Later on, he says, Darth Vader killed your father. 
you know, this is what the old hermit Ben tells this kid. So and, now and it's like, man, remember, what the remember fuck? Owens even like, oh, you know, he's just some crazy old wizard. Mm -hmm. You know, don't worry about him. Mm -hmm. You know, so kind of still trying to keep him away. So it just kind of you're like, oh man, who the hell is this kid? You know, what, right. <laughs> you know, why he's always like, ah, don't worry about this. And no, you know, go tend to the farm. You know, <laughs> and, and guys, you know, we we talked about obviously Stan Lee had. Uh, collaborators, Steve Ditko, Jack, Jack Kirby, Kirby, most famously Jack Kirby. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, you know, together these guys made magic. It, it takes more than a single person. And the same thing with George Lucas, because let's be honest, when it comes to the movies, a lot of people work on a movie. There's designers, there's, it goes through multiple drafts. You know what I mean? So it's like, yes, he wrote and I believe directed the first one. Just the first one. And know. then he let uh, the other guys uh, direct. For yeah, him. I believe it's a He will create the story help write and then you know he let someone else direct so but out of this out of star wars guys comes numerous comics oh my goodness comes eventually books, books where everyone just could not get enough of this universe and wanted to continue to but tell these stories those had to all be approved by lucas himself that's right that's right at he, that time he always ultimately retained control we used to joke back in our youth we're like oh he's going to release another version and uh, another version uh, we got we owned our trilogy on vhs yeah. that we got through columbia house but then he decides to re-release them with uncut stuff and we're like i gotta have that one you know, I mean, gotta own that set. Look, this was kind of before the the prequels came out, and everyone bashed him, and everyone said this. At this point, George Lucas was still a god to many people's eyes. I mm -hmm. mean, there was just nothing. There was like no trilogy that can touch this right trilogy, right? See him? I mean, oh yeah, Star Wars was almost like, you know, everyone was like, "Wow, these movies are so perfect. Mm -hmm. This is the perfect trilogy. This is the perfect story. Mm -hmm. This is the perfect amount of characters." I mean, man, there is no one that could touch George Lucas at this time. Well, let me tell you, Double A, I cannot, I did not have the experience of seeing, obviously, the 1977 version. Yeah. I wasn't born until 1981, yeah. but I can remember, again, it, there's no specific memory of like, oh, the first time I saw it popping in the tape. It was just a part of what okay, I knew. That's what, I don't remember mine either. Mm -hmm. I just always remember it would always come on USA mm -hmm. every once in a while, but they would show all three of them, and that was like a thing me and my brothers did. It was like, Forget it. There's nothing else on. Yeah. It's we watch New Hope all the way to Return of the Jedi, and by the time Return of the Jedi was done, it was already bedtime. Yeah, and that was it. And we're good. And Man. here's the thing: that experience ingrained it in you. Yeah. Where you grew up and you knew those characters. And see, I don't even remember like the shock. I wish I could be shocked. Yeah, when he reveals himself to be the father, it's like I felt like I always knew I was his dad. Spoiler alert, you know? guys. Oh, jeez. If you haven't seen it, yeah. you know. <laughs> You might want to just move on. For fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I can remember my nephew, and he hardly remembers this, but and he is about two or three. My sister had the gold set of the re-release DVDs, and yeah. he would watch them all the time. And he wanted to play with the toys that he saw I had. And he knew all the characters' names, and he still knows their names to this day because from that experience. The other day I showed him this big picture to, to kind of go back on the Marvel uh -huh. side a little bit. It was like of all the Marvel superheroes. It was a shirt. And I said, name everyone. So he's going to, he doesn't read these comics. He doesn't watch any of the cartoons, whatever. This is just like what he knows from having you absorb it yeah. or whatever. These are like their initial memories. And this is how it was for us with Star Wars. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, when, when the last one came out at the time, the last one, you know, Return of the Jedi, 83, 83. I mean, yeah. I would have been two, you know what I mean? But I just remember always growing up with the Ewoks and always, because it just seemed to be always be on and always around us. And so, you know, it's just, it's just 
there. I, mean, I agree with you. I wish I could have felt that way too about the review, yeah. but it felt like yeah. I almost always knew. Always knew, yeah. But again, I didn't get to have my dad's experience in 77, but what I did get to have was when the re-releases came out, I went to watch yeah. all three Same here. You know, yeah. in the theater yeah. and see those new parts, and I was like, wow like wow you yeah. know I mean, this is before the time when the internet was really prevalent and you were able to go there, bitch there about every much, little thing. yeah there was no nothing and and these are actually were very well received yeah. uh, and these, i was wowed to see it on the big screen like i was like yeah wow this is what it looked like yeah. on here you yeah know? so okay sam so we talk about that okay let's dig deep into his characters now the unique characters that he presented us mm -hmm. in these three movies mm -hmm. first off we get the introduction of probably the biggest bad guy, the most popular bad guy, yeah. Darth Vader. I've heard the greatest on-screen villain, uh, and I've heard also, if not the greatest, like number number one or number two. He's always number one, number two, yeah. always. And you know that's something from like a again a pop culture kind of movie. You just don't see that kind of shit every day. Well, number one, the look is iconic. All very black. iconic. The yeah. very first time you see him, he's set up against a white background. That's yeah. got to be intentional. Yeah. He literally, your eyes, the suck red eyes, him. you know, in that first movie, he's got red eyes, you know, the voice. Oh, you know what I mean? The breathing is the iconic. Breathing. <laughs> James Earl Jones's voice booming through where you're like, what? And then how he just that? picks up that rebel and just he's asking him questions. Wait, he's fucking squeezing and breaking that guy's neck. And then he just throws him. You're like, holy Fuck. That's your like <laughs> introduction to this guy. Like you're like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like that would probably gave me nightmares. Like, I'm like, oh fuck. Like, you know, like and seeing it on the big screen is definitely different. It's definitely different. It, it's intended to be seen that way. You know what I mean? It, it's it's a larger than life story and it's meant for yeah, it's it's a it's a movie's movie. Like but it's yeah, like you, you know, know it's funny, Sam and George Lucas did a really great job in that first movie. You just see him, he's kind of almost like that number two, almost like the muscle of the empire, right? Mm -hmm. You kind of get that feeling right in the new hope. Yes, because you know, he's more the enforcer, right? You have Tarkin back him off at one point and you're like, Are you the boss? Or That's what I'm saying. Boss? Like in that one, it's almost like Vader's like the enforcer, right? Right. But then in Empire and then Return, you get this whole full rich backstory that mm -hmm. you really don't even see. You find out he was a former Jedi. You find out his name was Anakin Skywalker. You find out he was the best pilot that had ever been. Uh, you know, he did all these heroic deeds. And then you find out he fell to the dark side. Mm -hmm. He became this super evil villain called Darth Vader. You know, and it's just, you're just like, wow, I want to know more about Darth Vader. That's what you're kind of thinking. You want to see him doing these Jedi things. You know, right. like, right. holy shit. You know, like, what happened? Why did you're, you start thinking like, Wow, what did he do? Like, what was it about the dark side that he just betrayed everyone and killed everyone? Yeah. You know, like the way Obi Wan makes it sound too, like him and the Emperor just, you know, they hunted down every Jedi and fucking murdered them. And You're that, like, whoa, that storytelling yeah. is no short feat on George Lucas's part. Now the we've three talked movies. About he made me drool about Anakin's origin. I'm like, whoa, Darth Vader's origin. You know, and, and I mean, let's rewind it though, Double. Let's rewind it to to what we do know about when that big reveal came. Here you have the primary villain of this of this set of movies, and in the second one. It gets revealed that he's the father yeah, because, of the lead character. You're like, what? Like yeah, because, that hadn't you know, happened. Another great character that was created by Lucas, Obi Wan Kenobi, the probably the most badass, legendary Jedi ever. You know, he he gives Anakin, uh, Luke a rundown. Like, no, you're you're not from here. You know, you're the son of Anakin Skywalker. 
He was killed by my other student, Darth Vader. You know, he betrayed and murdered Anakin. So you're thinking, okay, so he had Anakin and he had Darth Vader. You know, and, and you know, that surprise in Empire. So, like, yeah, like he, he's like, Obi-Wan never told you. He's like, yeah, you killed him. He's killed like, him. no, you know, I'm your father. You, you, know? Know, you know, and it's funny because it sets you up to almost be like, oh, this kid's going to have a chip on his shoulder for this Darth Vader yeah. man because he killed his dad. He now his he knows dad. more about his dad's origin. He's like, man, I'm, a, I'm an orphan. I live with my aunt and uncle because of this fucking guy or whatever you know what i mean so although it's not quite well, there not that, but planted, you know right? you're thinking like because he has to have known about vader yeah. everyone has to have known about vader right you know this dude you hear about that's just destroying planets that's just killing people that's just ruthless mm -hmm. you find out man this guy's your dad this guy was once a jedi and how know? how about that moment too the moment's iconic they're dueling you know what i mean with these awesome you know lightsabers yeah. the great great fantastically Invented a great weapon, weapon. Of the Jedi. one of the most badass weapons ever created. I mean, double A, I'm consistently seeing videos on YouTube and everything about people who are always trying to create the real <laughs> yeah. thing, right? And just right now, recently, it came out on this Star yeah. Wars cruise they're going to have yeah. that the gal that's dressed like Ray and she uses this new one that supposedly is <laughs> not going to be for sale. Uh, and if it is, go for sale. I can't imagine oh, what they're going to sell shit. it for. But it looks really neat. Like it looks like it, it expands the way that it's yeah. supposed to. I don't yeah. know what it is, how it's done, but very, very interesting, very, very cool looking. And that's how iconic this weapon is. Guys, we're talking about think about iconic weapons. If you can think about that. You think about Excalibur. The, the phaser from Star Trek. The phaser from Star Trek. Maybe Mjolnir. Yeah, the hammer. And yeah. then there's the lightsaber. I mean, it's like... Who doesn't go like this and go... Roo, 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 you know, I mean... Every golly. empty wrapping paper tube you've ever had so yeah, has how, been a lightsaber. How many arguments have we had, too? Is like, hey, do you think it would hurt Superman? Like, yeah. I mean, we've had arguments where it's like, well, the lightsaber will just cut through it. Yeah, you know? can or, it cut through adamantium? Yeah, you know or, I mean? or we do rock, paper, scissors, and someone tries to sneak in lightsaber, you know? Uh, yeah. And I'm like, come on now. <laughs> you know, what the fuck? I mean, guys, that's that is masterful writing and masterful storytelling. But one where... of the coolest weapons, based on those old swashbuckler, you know, tells that he grew up with. And I don't sword. even remember that. It was a sword, yes. But you but... know, a sword though, just a simple sword, yeah. you know. But he he made it into a lightsaber, a, a beam of light that can cut through just about anything. And and how about this too? It's, it's not like it's King Arthur wielded Excalibur, and that was it. The rest of the knights just had swords. Every lightsaber is unique and individual. Very it, it, it's unique. like every Jedi has an Excalibur yes. of its yes. own. It's the very, very cool. Is different. You know, yeah. The color might be different. You know? Even when you get later on, where I don't know how much Lucas had input this, but the Kaber crystals and the bleeding of the uh, crystals I, and I think all was, these things. I think he still had a lot to do yeah, with it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. man, that's deep. You know, and, and if we want to go that route, we can talk about this. Besides the Starship Enterprise, you know, maybe some boats, the Nebuchadnezzar had... <laughs> it, it was known, but other than that, it was like who gives a fuck about the ship? The Millennium Falcon the is Millennium its own—it's like its own character. Yep, when it sure we, is. When we saw the Millennium Falcon appear in the trailer for The Force Awakens, we were fucking geeked, man. We were like, man, that well, not is just badass. that, but you know, even like Solo, where you know the the parse. Parse, what is the 10, you know, when he goes through the, the Kessel Run. The Kessel Parsons, Run, yeah. yeah. We're like, holy shit, there it is. We're, yeah. we're finally going to see it, you know? And yeah. It was more or less seeing the Falcon, you know? Totally, man. And, and again... So, already, you've already established he created one of the best weapons ever in science fiction. He's already created one of the most iconic ships 
in history. He's created one of the most iconic villains. You know, what about the religion of Star Wars, CM? Golly, there's so many people that actually go deep into mm -hmm. the Sith and the Jedi ways. Totally. You know? There's books about it. There's books. You know, I have a book right there, the Book yeah. of the Sith. Yeah. You know? And then there's the Path of the Jedi. I mean, like, you know, when you read those two creeds, they're very deep. You know what I mean? Like, I think I've told this story on this podcast before, but uh, I was at one time dating a girl. And uh, she wasn't into it. She was very religious, though. And then I said, oh, it's funny that you don't like it. I said, because it, it, it deals very much with what I would feel is like religion, kind of Christianity. And so when I kind of explained to her, I was like, this guy was born with, without a father of of a, almost like a, a spirit, the force. And when I was done, she was like, now you make me interested in seeing it. You know and, I, mean? And, I mean, all the things are there, you know, even his fall. Mm -hmm. His fall for rebelling, mm -hmm. you know, to the dark side, you know, the devil, the emperor, you know, yep. uh, you know, it's the Jedi's, the, their peaceful ways of force to just keep balance to, you know, spread life in the universe. Whereas, you know, the dark side, it's all power, you know, yeah. all about me pretty much, you know, <clears throat> it's so, it's so grappling, you know, mm -hmm. it's so, it's so in. You know, it just gets you. Yeah. You're just like, wow, I want to know more about the force. I want to know about the dark side. You know, it's 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 some really great stuff, heavy duty stuff that he kind of really expands more so in the prequels mm -hmm. than you do get in the in the original trilogy. Yeah. You kind of find out more about the Sith ways and the Jedi ways. Right. Even the mention of Sith does not come until the it new doesn't. trilogy. Yeah, so until the new there trilogy. You go. It's like one other reveal that he brings out later, which you know. We've we've done an episode about the the uh, the prequels, and we talk about how fantastic they really are, and they they hold up, and there's a lot of good stuff in there. Um, but to call back a little bit more to talking about you know uh, great characters, Double A, what about in the Empire Strikes Back, which is regarded as one of the greatest oh. sci-fi movies of all time, if not just greatest not just movies? Yeah, greatest movie. Almost. Yeah, and again, yeah. credit to the collaborator Irwin Kirshner, who's the director of the set of it Empire. Is. That movie is so great. Again, you need you need both or whatever, but yeah. this is where you get Han Solo. You know, I love you, I know, and that's credit to the actor Harrison Ford. You know, because we know the famous, you know. George, you can write this stuff, but you can't say it or whatever. You can't say this shit. And yeah. It, that line alone adds so much to Han Solo. It makes him so much more cool that uh, and, it changes it. You know what I mean? And how about that, too? Uh, see, I'm just creating a character like Han Solo. Now it's almost like every other science fiction story almost has to have that Han Solo. Right. That the devil Garish make, Rogue. The yeah. Garish Rogue. The Devil May Care. You know, plays both sides. You know, mm -hmm. kind of. You, you know, Harrison Ford just did a great job with that Han Solo character. You know, just what a cool, iconic character. Everyone loves that, you know, in the Carbonite, you know. Oh, I know. Uh, my brother you, had a shower curtain of that. You know? Damn, I need that shower curtain. It, it you know, right now, right now you can get that like, on a fridge. You can get that as a yoga mat. I yeah, mean, like, a beer not, opener. You can even – my brother has that as a beer opener. But another character that we're not mentioning is the greatest teacher – Maybe ever on film, Master Yoda. Yeah, what well, his stuff in Empire Strikes Back. Whoever wrote that that dialogue for Yoda is fucking top notch, man. I it's, mean, it it it's applicable all the time, anytime. Can. I mean, I hate to sound you know nerdish, but man, you you go back and watch Empire and the stuff he's trying to put into Luke's head. You're just like, wow, I kind of like understand what he's saying you know it's just amazing you know it's 
it, that, that that's all Yoda. That movie, mm -hmm. Empire. That sequence, man. That sequence where it's it's uh you know you ask the impossible. You know he's yeah, like yeah, man. Because that's Luke's why you just fail. Being that you know a fucking bitch in Empire, bad. You know, yeah. <laughs> and Yoda is like you know like golly motherfucker. <laughs> you know, one of the great things about Star Wars, guys, and then there's so many because I love Star Wars. Uh, you know, just like I love the Marvel universe. Uh, but like my sister brought this to my attention or whatever, when people are kind of are hypercritical of like, you know, Anakin, Luke, or or Kylo Ren, she brought an interesting point to my attention where she said, This is untamable Amy, and she says, um, you know, she goes, Well, don't you feel like they all did the same thing? She's like, at first, in the first movie, you don't really like them. In the second movie, you like them a little bit better. But by the third movie, they're cool. And I was like, damn, I never thought about it. But that is kind of how it goes with, with Anakin in the prequels. And then later on with Kylo Ren in the uh, the third trilogy. It's like, uh, like, yeah, that is true. Because I felt that way exactly about them. Because I remember going into the, the, the new trilogy, uh, you know, again, which this is not George Lucas. But, uh, you know, based on his characters, again, we're talking about the things that spawned out of this creator, you know what I mean? Yes. Others came and took it over, but this is essentially what came from his, you know, the, the fruit that he bore yeah, helped create this. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you don't have the new You're trilogy making a without... grandson from a character that he created. Right. You know? Right. And so you have, uh, I thought I was going to like go in and issue be like the biggest Kylo Ren fan and going to love him. And he was cool. And he had a mask and his saber was different. And I remember walking out of force awakens being like, man, that guy kind of sucked or whatever. You know what I mean? I was like, you know, but again, he took that arc, which was, you know, again, the filmmaker, the filmmakers, that was the Luke arc. That was the, in the prequels, the the arc that you know george lucas took you know anakin on it's like at first you're kind of like ah this little kid like you know whatever but by the second one you're like all right he's like a little bit in the beginning he's bitchy but by the end you're like oh, he's kind of cool or whatever <laughs> you know what i mean like he's he's getting better and then by the third one then you're like oh shit like this guy's a real fucking badass or whatever you know what i mean he's, he's still bitching or whatever but he's a badass or whatever you know but um and of course when we talk about other creations it's like things like the clone wars or whatever which he talks about and he hope right you know That's when right. when uh Luke is like you know you fought in the Clone Wars he's mm -hmm. like oh yeah you yeah know? and 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 then again again this is one of those things for me that line was one of the things that stuck with me I was I was like what was yeah the Clone what was Wars? the Clone Wars and then it's like this story is just laying out there waiting to get told and then eventually it gets told and we're like holy shit like it's awesome and you get to see General Skywalker and he's amazing and you're like. Where's, you know, where's this guy? Like, this guy is fucking fantastic or whatever. You know what I mean? And it make you know, guys, look, we still got an Obi-Wan show coming. You know what I mean? Like, mm. there is no bigger two Obi-Wan oh fans right here. Oh, my you know goodness. What I mean? what, what he did in the prequels. Double A's number one guy. My Damn. number two guy. Uh, Obi-Wan is just the ass kicker. You want to talk about some guy that the cis should be afraid of? It should be that fucking guy. Yeah. Because he just fucking exterminates Sith Lords. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. man, that prequel series did wonders he for is his a fucking, fucking character. He's a bad dude, man. Wait, uh, wait after, you dude. know, another badass creation, Darth Maul, mm -hmm. kills another badass creation, Qui-Gon. You know, that little, you know, three-minute fight that him and Darth Maul have is just Man, that was bad. How many times did you see it in theater? Oh I, know my, I saw about it three it. times. I saw it three times in theater. I saw it three times. I, I, and you know what? The second time, 
you're fucking salivating for that end. You're like, man, I got to see that again. That you and McGregor, man, just kicked so much ass from Darth Maul to yeah. Django. Your guy, Ray Park, you just met him again. Yeah, he saw, yeah I did. I mean, and and the picture I got was that fight of him kicking Obi-Wan. You know, I mean, uh, but, you know, to Clone Wars where he's, you know, kicking ass of Django and, you mm-hmm. know, it's him and Anakin against Dooku. And then three, it's him and Dooku again. And, you know, that sword fight, that epic, man, you know, we always talk about stuff that needs to be epic. That sword fight between him and yeah. Anakin, the most epic, the most emotional battle i have ever seen you the know memes, the memes man the memes are out there it, it's and memed then, to and, death i mean it's like his, you know i just love his face here after he cuts off all the limbs right like he looks like really in pain like hey you know you're supposed to be the chosen one mm-hmm. you know you're supposed to be bounty you weren't supposed to join him you mm-hmm. know <laughs> and you know that part too where he tells him i loved you mm-hmm. you know and, and Annie you're my just, brother and Anakin just looks at him with that hate. You're just like, golly, what an emotional just toll it took on Obi Wan. Yeah. And you know that that was it. He stopped. He yeah. stopped being a Jedi, man. And and you know what? It's a really cool. I we follow some guy on Twitter. He all he does is just quote from the Revenge of the Sith book. And there's like a passage that uh you know they write. I guess it's probably towards the end where they say like you know Obi Wan's thinking you know that he's watching over. That the rest of his life is going to be watching over Luke, Anakin, son. And he's like, there's probably no better way I could have ended it. Like, he still loved Anakin. He still loved the fact that he was still kind of like oh, looking deep. after Luke, you yeah. know, for Anakin. You know, yeah. so that was, I was like, man, that's badass. Like, he's, and you can even tell in Allegheny's when he's kind of telling him, he's like, you know, Anakin was a good friend. You can tell he still missed, right? you know, Anakin a lot. You know, right. even after all those years, he still loved Anakin, you know? And it's so cool. Like, even right now, like, you know, we mentioned the Bad Batch right now on Disney+, Plus, the newest, you know, animated series uh, regarding Star Wars. And it's kind of cool because in that first episode, they've got those animated yeah. scenes yeah. of, you know, uh, Revenge of the Revenge Sith. Revenge of the Sith, yeah. So it's like, wow, you know. Just to talk about okay, Marvel obviously did in the movies the interconnectivity or whatever, you know what I mean? But but Star Wars, it was like they kind of had been doing it, you yeah. know what I mean? Like there yeah. was like there was always all this space for more story to be told or whatever. And again, all of this out of the mind of, of George Lucas, you know what yeah. I mean? Who who yeah. had an idea and had this space pirate story, and again had numerous collaborators, as did Stan Lee, uh, to help create. But basically, this, this was his his baby. Right. You know, he kind of already had the characters in mind. Yeah. Already knew where the story was going. Even back in the seventies, he he already had rough drafts of the first three movies already. Right. You know, so he it's pretty much it's his creation. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Totally. Like we kind of say, like with Stan, when you know, when you give the characters the words or whatever, you're kind of what make them come alive. Come alive. Yeah, that's yeah. a great way to put yes. it. You know, I mean, like I said, you may have been Jack Kirby that created the Surfer, but when Lee saw him on the page, he wanted to take him a certain place and then he did and that's who the silver surfer he could is have now. been a very generic character yeah. to where he's a very classic character yeah. and everyone tries to model him after stan lee the way the wolverine know? was initially just another hulk get bounced yeah. around beat us guy yeah whisker dude you know, you know a scrub uh but then you have a a, a master like chris claremont take that character to the, the level that he is now you know what i mean like easily a top five marvel character but i mean you know real quick uh you know we he creates, you know, guys like Darth Maul that people salivated over. Mm-hmm. You know how you're saying you went in with expectations with Kylo. Mm-hmm. Everybody went in with high expectations of Darth Maul. Oh, yeah. Everybody fell in love with the dude. Yep. 
man, oh man, and he's still one of the most the look, beloved the, characters. The look is iconic. He looked like like a devil, like the devil. Like, that that's what I thought the devil him. looked like. Golly, that fight, we're just like, wow. George Lucas set the bar after that one. You're like, <laughs> is anything ever going to top that one? You know, and then he creates, you know, Qui-Gon Jinn. Mace Windu, you know, Count Dooku. Yeah, I was saying Count Dooku, the the, the the Jedi that turns bad and that's so cunning and yeah. so and he's like leading armies in the Clone Wars yes. where you're like, fuck man, this guy is yeah. like this guy really screwed us over, you know, they yeah. screwed them over. You and know? then he creates pretty much what everyone always says is the embodiment of evil, the Emperor. Mm -hmm. The Emperor is just there's nothing good about mm -hmm. the Emperor whatsoever, just pure evil. And what a character arc he did in the prequels. His rise to power to where eventually he makes the republic and turns it into an empire yeah. under his rule. I mean, well, well, when you when you when when you weave that that thread through that needle, double A of seeing how his machinations were always from Anakin being yes, a boy, yes, just starting the yes. the, the constant yes. manipulating, and it that being that know, voice for that Anakin needs to right, hear, right, right, yeah. and I mean playing to every weakness you have i mean like he, he preyed on yeah. his fear he yeah. preyed on his on his longing he yeah. preyed on every on everything it was like it was like he saw the kinks in that armor and he just went after every single well, what one. a great story that is too right the devil you know mm -hmm. tempting you know yeah. the supposedly chosen one you know it's i almost like you said to jesus the 40 days mm -hmm. and 40 nights of the devil tempting jesus right Except Jesus didn't take it. Exactly. Whereas in this one, he did. Jesus did take the bait. Right. And he says, you know what? I want more power. Uh -huh. I want what you're showing me. Yeah. You know, and he pays a price for it, though. Uh, you know, he's mostly machine, but, right. <laughs> you know, but I he's guess you more, could say he's he more gets. machine now than man. But, you know, I mean, what a great story, right? The fall. Oh, you yeah. Know, the ultimate Jedi becomes the ultimate Sith Lord. Right. You know that would be the fear, right? That'd be the fear yeah. that you know, what if you know what I mean? The the and the, this totally eradicates the Jedi. Yeah, person just, meant to save us is is turned, you know what yeah, I mean? So just purges the Jedi order. I mean, golly, just right now, just talking about this, you're just like, wow, you know, the, the yeah. story, the characters that he created, the links that he's created, you know, you're just like, golly, truly, truly diabolical. It's just so epic. Like you said, it's a space opera, it's you know, all this drama, it's a Opera, you know, operatic, very much. Yeah, so. very, yeah. very. Yeah. And, you know, you got your clear cut heroes and you got your clear cut villains. And mm -hmm. it's just like, golly, what Stanley did in comics, this is, you know, George Lucas did for the cinemas. You know? Totally, totally. And we we haven't had a chance to talk much about the powerful female characters, but yeah. in my opinion, the ultimate Disney princess, uh, oh, yeah. Princess Leia Organa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and and how about Padme? You know what I mean? Padme. You know, uh, you know Queen, a great, Queen Amidala. I love the Queen Amidala character. Very, very iconic. Very much badasses. And again, for the longest time, Princess Leia was like, you know, she was like the Wonder Woman uh, of that yep. universe. It was, yep. it was them too. If you wanted to be a badass chick for Halloween, you're being Wonder Leia. Woman or Princess yep. Leia. So, yep. uh, guys, we're really we're right on that next break. I see some comments came in. We want to get to reading your comments. Again, if you're joining us Facebook Live, we're not going to go anywhere. We want to read your comments. We want to hear what you think about the conversation. Um, so stay with us. Hang out, and we'll be right back. Guys, thanks for hanging out with that brief blip. We're still talking all things. Uh, the creations The of, Force versus the yeah. True Believer. Yeah, the creations of, of Stan Lee and the George Lucas. And we were, George Lucas. We were just saying, guys, right now, when it comes to George Lucas, and we talk about the Mandalorian. Okay, George Lucas didn't have anything to do with the Mandalorian. You could say he didn't have anything to do with the new with the new trilogy. You'd be wrong. Because here's what it is, Dole. His creations inspired a love in guys like 
Dave Filoni and John Favreau. And not just that. To uh, say, I got to continue this, man. Not just that, Sam, but then when you have the credits and it says based on the characters created by George Lucas. The whole Mandalorian lore mm-hmm. is based on what George Lucas has already written. Mm-hmm. Okay, that symbol, George Lucas creation, you know, the the look, he's on tattooing, you yep. know, I mean, George Lucas creation, you know, the whole, you know, the baby Yoda. Yeah. George Lucas creation. You, you can know? make a, you can make a new story. Even the Empire is still in there. Yeah. Frank Oz, shout out to Frank Oz too for for his work on Yoda. But but here, here's you could make a new space story, double A, but it won't hit you the way that that one. And I get sucked it, in because it's under a Star yeah, Wars banner it's, because it, it's George Lucas. It's special um, when they drink blue milk. It's special when they're on yeah, tattooing, yeah. dude. I mean, you know, I can remember my uncle Joe one time talking about uh, a woman he saw at a bar that he said looked like the Blue Elephant Band from Star Wars. I was like, that's a that's not nice, <laughs> but that's an awesome reference. Like, what the fuck? That's what it's awesome. Cool. I want to see that bear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, it's so iconic. You know, even like, yeah, the cantina. I mean, there's so much there. I mean, the cosplayers, guys, like everything. Again, if you read read my intro to this cosplayers, yeah, read my intro to this episode, guys. The I'm on TikTok. There is. I go one, two, and it's uh, someone swinging around a lightsaber. Someone cosplayed as a character. Someone doing their makeup, like whatever. Someone bought a lightsaber. And that probably comes because I, I liked a couple of those videos or whatever. <laughs> but I've liked just as many ones related to Marvel and things like that. I mean, but, you know, you know, um, again, these are creations that outgrew the creators. They sure did. But they continue to spawn. But that just you know. goes to show you, it's almost like a tree that just keeps growing that roots mm-hmm. in the ground. And that's what George Lucas has done. He planted the seed where now everyone is getting along in those roots. You know, the John Favreau's, the Dave Filoni's, you know, right. they cr- they're creating this world out of what George Lucas has given us. You know, yeah. just like these Marvel movies, it's what Stanley gave us back in the 60s. Right. You know, these characters are coming alive, it feels like, all over again. Like I said, just... You know, every Spider-Man movie is pretty much a creation of Stan Lee, the villains. Yeah, <laughs> you know? totally. You know, totally. Uh, it's just amazing. It's amazing what these two guys created, how they're both billion-dollar franchises. You know, they probably never thought anywhere in the world that, you know, Star Wars would be all over the place. Marvel would be all over the place. You yeah. know, it was always Superman and Batman. Sure. You know, when you were a comic nerd, it was always Superman, Batman were up here, and then everybody else was down here. Yeah. Okay, I mean, that's just the way it was, you know? Yeah, and it took a while, I mean, but it was like once Hollywood got on top of the greatness, you know, that was Marvel, and that rocket ship took off. They were like, oh, like, wow, you know, we can do something with this character. Oh, yeah. look, we can do something with this character. You know? Like I said, on, on Lucky's podcast, on the Dork Dad podcast, one of the, the question he asks is he's like, okay, which one, Marvel or Star Wars? It's like, it's not Marvel or DC. It's not Star Wars or Star Trek. It's like I'm talking about the the big fucking two heavyweights. Yes, Again, if you yes. read my intro, I'm talking about it is the foundation of pop culture. It uh, is in the sense that we view everything. It, you know what I mean, it's yeah. like I mean, guys. I mean, it's you know, you probably can't count how much of each of those things you have, and yeah. and it's the it's the vast majority. I mean, like I never. I don't you know, get enough. It's, it's like I told you, Sam. So, like, you know, we kind of talk about X-Men. 
what what Stanley did with X Men, right? And then mm-hmm. Chris Claremont took over. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty much based on what Stanley did. That you know, Chris Claremont wrote Days of Future Past, right? About a future dystopian future where robots take over. Yes. How many times have we heard that? Yeah. That plot line where yeah. robots take over in the future. Oh yeah. AI. Uh-huh. They become self-aware. Terminator, Matrix. Exactly. I mean, it just that all on. comes because Stanley created the X Men, and Chris Claremont was able to kind of capitalize on that creation that they both did and make this. Mm-hmm. Sentinels are a creation of Stanley. The X Men are a creation of Stanley. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean. It's so just, it's amazing. It's it truly amazing is. What it, it truly is. We've sat around and talked about like you know what, you know what writers today do. They sit around and dream that they could come up with a character like the Hulk, like a Spider Man, like a Darth Vader. It's like that is the ultimate fantasy or whatever. And you're probably there and doing it because these characters inspired you. And that's the other lasting part of their legacy is that they've inspired so many others. And, and see them. what's so cool is that like like we said like. Like, George Lucas created, like, a whole set of characters that no one had ever seen before. Mm-hmm. No one. Stanley cre- didn't copy DC. He created his own yeah. line yeah. of heroes. Like I said, there was not a Superman. I can't think of a guy that was close to Superman under Stanley's direction. No. I can't think of a Batman character under Stanley's no. uh, direction. I can't think of a Wonder Woman. You know what he did? He created someone like the Black Panther. Yes. Something that had never been done before. Right. A prominent African American who was rich, mm-hmm. who spoke very well, mm-hmm. who was a king. Could fight, was a king. Yeah. Who took out the Fantastic Four in yeah. his debut issue. Super badass. All man. four, you know, at once. I mean, DC didn't do nothing like that. There was no character like the Black Panther. There was nope. no character like the thing. They have no character like the Hulk. They had no character, definitely like Spider Man, Silver Surfer. I would Silver say Silver Surfer. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? And then again, you go back to Star Wars. Nobody has ever been like Darth Vader. Nobody yeah. had ever been like Luke, a Han Solo, a Princess Leia. Yeah, Princess Leia, a woman that was that powerful. Right? Shit, that influential. The, the even the even the banter, the way they talk. She and the was not afraid of Vader. You know? She was not afraid of Tarkin. Yeah. You know that scene where mm-hmm. she's like, oh, yeah. "There's nowhere to go." And she still tells him that it was like Alderaan. And, you know, she she still gave him the wrong information, right. you know, or right. Datooine. She said Datooine. Datooine you know, yeah. I, it, you know, she was like, I'm still going to lie to you, motherfuckers. If you this know? is a consular ship, where are the ambassadors? She was not afraid of Vader. She was not afraid of Tarkin. Nobody. Double I don't want to not finish off without talking about, you know, Chewbacca, C3Q, R2D2. These are the characters that have been in almost every single movie. And when they come on screen to this day, if you're in a the theater, crowds explode when they come on, man. It's, they're so. Especially when Chewie came out. Yeah, dude. They're so fucking and iconic. Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. How about in Solo? Yeah. I mean, big, yeah. big applause yeah. in my theater. I mean, yeah. I was like, man. And that is, uh, again, testament to like even the, what someone might say, arbitrary characters. Because they're not the leads. I mean, it's like, you know, yeah, how but then people they started are. becoming, started throwing those yeah. kind of characters in their sci fi movies. Yeah. My sister has a shirt with just droids on it. Yeah. It's just <laughs> droids. I'm like, wow, that's I, fucking cool. I had this really cool, I don't know what happened to it. I had this really cool green R2 shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a super cool green, yeah. like R2D2 shirt. Because I, I was like, R2's a badass. Yeah. I used to have a shirt that said Star Wars, but in the letters, it was all like Stormtrooper helmets. Oh, and nice. I've never been a Stormtrooper <laughs> fan, but. 
the stormtrooper armor does look yeah. cool. You know yeah. what I mean? So, you know, yeah. I, I have a, a stormtrooper skin on Fortnite because I'm like, sometimes I'll use that one. Like, I'm just like, you know. But how many times do that? We've seen a movie where, like, these soldiers come out of armor and are like, oh, look, yeah. they got their stormtroopers. Right. Like, we immediately call them stormtroopers, even right. though that's not even what they're called, you know? One of your, your guilty pleasures, He-Man Masters of the Universe, <laughs> yeah. is a direct... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I almost felt like they went to the old uh, costume line yeah, and just they grabbed sure the Star Wars yeah, uniforms. Yeah, they sure did. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, Double A, I mean, we're we're calling this, you know, the Empire and the True, the, excuse me, the Force and the True Believer, although George was the Empire for a long time. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? And But here we says stand Yo, the man. For versus... a long time, George Lucas had a grip oh, yeah. on pop culture. Oh, there no was no doubt. doubt about that. No doubt. Okay, Stanley wasn't even thought when, mm-hmm. when this whole run was going on. It was just... George Lucas. Yeah. You know, he was the guy for yeah. pop culture. Because well, you've almost had it, it was that Marvel was kind of still competing with DC or whatever. Marvel you know, so. Marvel is still a, a, a what, what do you call it? Like a cult thing almost? Like yes. it was just still for the comic Kind of underground a little you bit. You know, where Star Wars was almost for like everybody. It became mainstream. And it, it was, was like, very And mainstream. it's still very mainstream. Very mainstream. Guys, May the 4th. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that became a fucking day. Celebrities, <laughs> celebrities post about post, this. Yeah. I'm like, do you? Do you and they might not? It's it's so what makes Star, Star Wars so engaging is that you could just be a casual viewer, you can only have seen the movies, but you're but still it, in. But it's like you're you said, you, you know, your dad watched it, mm-hmm. you watched mm-hmm. it, your nephew's watching mm-hmm. it. You know, it's going down generations that there's yep. something about that story that just grips you. It's generational, you know, it really is. that just loves Star Wars. You know, the story, it's so sweeping, yeah, you no, know, it really is, it really is. Uh, but double A, I think we might be avoiding Uh-oh. the elephant in the room Uh-oh. here. Is that if we had to answer the question, is there is there an answer? Is there is there one more influential than the other? Who who in this bout in this initial title bout who walks away, you know, uh, with their hand raised? Because I mean, I'm torn, man. I didn't okay. say this in the beginning. And my sister was so, commenting and saying, I am torn. So this might surprise you, but I would have to go with George. Okay. Because, okay. and I hate saying this because I love Stan. Mm-hmm. But some of the things he created became more fleshed out under different writers. Okay. Okay. He still created them, but mm-hmm. Chris Claremont took X-Men to a whole nother level. Oh, yeah. Frank Miller took Daredevil to a whole nother level. You know, when Stanley had left both issues, both uh, titles, those titles were failing bad mm-hmm. in sales. When Frank Miller took over and put his own spin on it, Daredevil became one of the hottest properties in Marvel. When Stan left X-Men and Chris Claremont took over, X-Men was like the dominant book for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, John Burns run on, well, I would say Stan, you know, his runs on Fantastic Four and Spider-Man are probably untouchable because yeah. they introduce too many damn characters. Right. And that's where you get so much of the iconic. You got too much people that got introduced in both those titles yeah. from the Inhumans, Black Bolt, mm-hmm. you know, to Black Panther, to Doctor Doom, mm-hmm. which we haven't even talked about. But, you know, he created that was, from what I understand, it, a big influence on the Darth Vader character was the Doctor Doom character. Yeah. The cape. Right. The mask, yeah, you know that was a huge influence for George Lucas on the Darth Vader character. Interesting, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. but again, like I said, he might have created them, but they were kind of more popular under different writers. Yeah, you know, so where George Lucas just had a handle 
on Star Wars, you know. So I'd have to go George Lucas. He he was more relevant, probably. He stated, I don't want to say more of that, but you know, the Star Wars just thing just always pops. Yeah, you know when you know whenever Star Wars comes out, people just go ape shit over this. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, it took until 2008 really for Marvel to kind of firmly establish itself as like this property that right. now it's untouchable. Right. You know, but yeah. I'd have to say Lucas. I anything Star Wars, like I said, when Mandalorian came out, that's when I subscribed. Yeah. No, totally. I, I was I like, okay, you. I'm in there. I, you know, you got all the Star Wars movies. You're gonna come out with Mandalorian. Yeah. You're gonna come out with more Star Wars stuff. I'm a subscriber. That's what you got know? me too. That's what got me too. All right. Like so, I said, I love Stan Lee, uh, but I have to go maybe George Lucas. I feel like I feel know? like it's by a hair. Your 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 split decision, and, and that's really just turn. like I said because there's just other properties that sure. people took it on that just made it more what it is. Right. You know. Right. Well, I know that in our in our audience, the Friday Nighters that had posted and commented earlier on in our first yeah, it was minutes, just all Stan. It was all Stan, and and uh, I don't want to I don't want to feel like I'm siding with the crowd. But I'm gonna go with Stan Double. It's just like I said, my my first love was just Lucas. Lucas is the one that introduced me to no, pop culture. Totally, you know? totally. And 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 again, it for me, it's a split decision. It's it's all twelve rounds on the cards, and, <laughs> and it's a single point by the third judge that I'm gonna so give it to Stan. What makes tip you for Stan? What makes me tip it is that, and again, when we got asked this question on the Dork Dad, and if you probably asked the question again, I would I would say, yeah, it's Star Wars was more influential because I think it had a, a a larger span of time at being popular. To, it did. To, to, no, it did, yeah. Right. But I look at what Marvel did with 22 films, mm -hmm. and again, this is out of some form of what Stan did yeah, or was a sure. part of. Yeah. And it's just... Uh, again, he inspired these people. These moments are iconic. Mm -hmm. Hearing his voice, hearing him talk as a creator, hearing him say, you know, that guy over there, he's your brother. That woman over there, she's your sister. <laughs> I mean, it's like those things. This is a guy that we both met. We met, oh, we met this was, guy right here. It was this, this little guy. a surreal moment. I, 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 I said this today, researching this episode in my mind, I said, Man, I wish I could have met him. And then I had to remind myself, I did. I did. There I didn't a get to sit I have with right him. There where I can look at every time. Yeah, I'm and actually right there next to him. Mine hangs above in in, in my garage too. Me and my you sister know, meeting. Like, wow. Famously, her like this for Spider Man, and me like this for Doctor Strange. But, I mean, we're right there next to the guy who we love so much, and you know, it's awesome. It was an awesome. I, moment. I I just feel like Marvel comic books in the sixties and seventies. Oh, were untouchable. punk, yeah, and, and that it was punk, double A. It was what was yeah. not, you know. What I mean, yeah. and and this is like again, you know. And I'm thinking about my dad so much, uh, especially right now. But um, it's uh, it's it's your it's your dad in bell bottoms with long hair when you're not supposed <laughs> to be. It's anti-establishment. You know what I mean? It's, oh, very. It's smoking a joint behind man. a building, man, oh, man. and and you go to the spinning rack and you grab a book, and it's like, man, look at this guy, man, this webhead guy covered up mask. He looks like a burglar. A burglar wears a mask. <laughs> yeah. Superman doesn't yeah. wear a mask. Mad, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like you know, you know Spider-Man wears a mask. I mean, then it's like you know, you got 
the Fantastic Four, man, like they're weird, man, like the stretchy guy, the rock guy, whatever. Then you go even deeper, you know, the guys my dad loved were like, you know, Silver Surfer, Doctor Strange. Later on, Venom. My dad loved Venom, you know, mm -hmm. not, not a stand creation, but, you know, again, stand created Spider-Man. And then someone decides to make an evil Spider-Man, Spider a mirror, you get Venom. Yeah. And it's like, these are the things that were like, um, it, it's just look without Spider-Man, so you don't get Venom. Right. That's just the way it right. is. You don't yeah. get that character. Yeah. You know? And for me, it was like playing with the toys. You know what I mean? I, I played with I think more superhero toys. You know I mean, I think I probably collect more superhero toys. I have a shitload of Star Wars stuff. <laughs> a shit ton. And I love it. And I love lightsabers. I love I got something really cool. I've been waiting to show you guys. I I don't I should have brought it today. I just rushed out of the house. It was a weird day, but but uh, that would have been an excellent thing to show you, whatever, in the Star Wars vein. Uh, and I will, I'll, maybe I'll show it to you guys next week at the beginning of the show. But uh, either way, I, it's, it's, I love George Lucas and I love Star Wars with, with like all my heart or whatever. But, but I mean, you know, um, so much has come, double A. You know what I mean? Like we talk about that moment when Cap picks up Mjolnir in, in Endgame and yeah. that, that journey that Kevin Feige was able to take us on that journey because of of this guy you know what i mean yeah. like you know yeah. it's like you know and then it's neat too right how about his own little touch on it with the cameos you know the cameos in every single movie sony or or uh marvel studios he's there excuse me he's in the he's in the spider-mans you know what i mean all of them you know what i mean he's in he comes out i mean it's like yeah x-men yeah he's in the x-men ones you know before they finally got together and hooked up or whatever you know what i mean like pre-disney i mean it's like uh and then what do you think i might so neat wanda another creation of stan yeah look how far she's gone yeah from his creation you know yeah so and even you know i feel like you know his hand eventually was off of those babies it was still always like there again you, know I mean? you don't get to mess with those characters without the guy creating them first right. okay right you don't get to explore wanda's powers yeah if there was no Wanda, yeah, you know, Stan created Wanda, you know, he created Franklin Richards, created Jean Grey, who Chris Claremont made into Dark Phoenix, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, who other people turned Wanda into like Wanda, where we know her now, you right. know, no more mutants, no more mutants, you know? man, yeah, you know, and these are all creations that they really bounced off because Stanley created them for them. Mm -hmm. He gave he he was like, here, here we go, Marvel, here's a platter. Yep. You built this on what I created. I mean, know? ask yourself this, right? Double like we, we, <clears throat> we love wrestling too, right? It's, yep. like, it's like, what inspires you? Look at, we, you know, earlier we talked about the Young Bucks, right? And we know Joe had his own feelings <laughs> on the Young Bucks. But, we, we, you know, we like the Young Bucks. But look, they say, man, Matt and Jeff Hardy insp inspired us. Who inspired them? The Marty Janetti and, and yeah. Shawn Michaels, the Rockers. And, and who inspired them? The Probably Rock and the, Roll Express. The Rock and Roll Express. Uh -huh. It's like, you... <laughs> inspiration does not come easy yeah. what, what inspired what makes you want yeah. to create something yeah. that's what these two guys did when i say i'm, I'm picking sam it's by <clears throat> of the tiniest of margins because i love them both so much that you could, if you told me tomorrow i'm going to dump you on a desert island and i'm going to give you the the volume of the marvel universe or the volume of the star wars universe the only reason that I would choose Marvel is because there'd be maybe a little bit more diversity. I wouldn't be following one group of characters so yeah. much. It would be a little bit yeah. more. You know what I mean? Like I'm not that interested in the Greedo and Bosk story. <laughs> I know they exist, and I know I know the Greedo and Bosk fans are going to come after me. 
but I would much rather hear about what you said about the Black Panther yeah. or or about, you know, uh, I mean, any of those other characters. I mean, Wanda, Man, you know, yeah. Iron Man, you know, Spider-Man. Guys, look at Gwen Stacy. Stanley creates Gwen Stacy. Now there's Spider-Gwen. They yeah. brought back a dead character that yeah. he created. To bring that. It's it's like only a matter of time before there is a Betty Brant character. J. Jonah Jameson has a son. His son is a character. There is well, so much that, there. See, but what did I tell you my favorite Spider-Man story of all time is the Craven. The Craven story. That yeah. Stanley created. Yeah. You know? I mean. And yeah, and I and I hate to say it too, but and again, this is not this is not in any way a knock because I love there is a lot of diversity, I think, within the Star Wars universe with the villains, but nine times out of ten, I mean, like it's the Sith and it's you know the dark side. You know, but in in the Marvel universe, you get so much more. Where you get your Galactus, but you also get the Vulture. You know, and you get um, you know Magneto, but you also get Juggernaut, and yeah. you get you know uh, uh, Master Mold and yeah. and the Sentinels. It's like there's so much there with that. For me, it's like if you're gonna drop that on me, it's like I'm gonna get comics and I'm gonna get movies and shows and all this stuff, or whatever. And it, again, it by the tiniest of margins because star wars is like a religion and it is like people see, I, I people list say, it as that sometimes i want to say sometimes that's what kind of gets me mm -hmm. it's just the whole mythology yeah. you know the Sith oh, and I, the jedi i'm you know? with you it just man it was just something about star wars that just always grabbed me yeah every time it comes in like even the sequels i <laughs> i made sure to see those on opening night did you see? I didn't care how I felt about Last Jedi. Oh yeah. Once they said Last, uh, or, or I'm sorry, uh, Rise of Skywalker. No, no, uh, the, the, yeah, the Last Jedi, right? Yeah. You know, I I didn't care for that movie, but you know what? Uh, the Rise of Skywalker, I was still there. You know what? You know? It's so funny too. You say that, right? It's like because I like all of them in some way, shape, or form. Your brother, your your, your middle brother, Fight Nighter, uh, Will, he was able to dissect Last Jedi mm -hmm. in a way for me that he pulled out all the good things. And I was like, that well, not just makes that, it but, fantastic. But you know we what? all love Solo. Yeah. And oh, no, no, I love Solo. I love Solo. It was it a got great a bad fucking rap. movie. Yeah, got a bad super rap. bad rap. But you know what? That was It was a victim of total bullshit. Man. Last Jedi has one of the coolest scenes where him and Ray are just going ape shit. Mm -hmm. On Snoke's guards mm -hmm. in that oh, red man. room. I love that scene. That scene is so great. Very and, cool. You know, the, the battle between Kylo and Luke at the end. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just awesome. I think people forget that Yoda comes out in yeah. that one. It's like, it's got fucking Yoda. But I mean, again, I, it's just because of the mythology right. that George Lucas was able to bring in that yeah. you can kind of, you know, and you can you can do all that kind right. of stuff. And I will know? say I don't revisit Solo and Last Jedi as much as the others or whatever. I actually I mean, do but, you know. with Solo. I revisit yeah. that movie okay. a lot. No, I mean, yeah. and that's and we didn't even talk. We haven't said one word about Rogue One, yeah. which is one of our both absolute favorite Star Wars movies. Poster over here. Yeah. I mean, like you know, and it's it's fantastic, and it's a beautiful, powerful story. Uh, about a space, about a sci-fi story, see, or whatever. That's what I mean. Yeah. See, I'm, it's like every time something new pops up for Star Wars, I'm always there. Mm -hmm. When it comes to Marvel, sometimes I'm always hesitant. Like when okay Batman comes in, I'm not going to okay. be rushing to okay. Good point. The theater. You that's know, a great point. Guardians of the Galaxy. I wasn't there. Yeah, at all because I was like fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. They suck ass. Yeah. You know, I saw those. You know, when it came on TV or weren't, you know, and that's when I saw it, mm -hmm. you know, but I wasn't rushing to it. You know? I get you. With Star Wars, it's like every time Star Wars, something Star Wars comes out, I'm like, 
I got to be there. I got to be there before the fucking spoilers happen. Uh-huh. I got to be there, you know. And, oh, yeah. You know, that's just, it's just the way I feel. I just, every time Star Wars, something Star Wars comes out, I'm like, okay, I have to watch it real quick. Right. Because someone is going to tell me about it. Someone's going to be talking mm-hmm. about it with Marvel. Again, if, if someone talked about Batman, I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cool. And, and I mean, okay. and again, no disrespect to those movies either, because again, no, I don't. I don't movies. It's yeah. just I'm not going to be rushing to see Ant Man. I get sorry. you. I get you. you know? I don't revisit everything. I didn't watch Agents and of that's Shield. A, that's a creation of Stanley. Ant Man is a creation of Stanley. Yeah. But I was just, it was an area where I was like, he's not one of my favorite characters. And again, we're not even talking. We're not talking about like franchise versus franchise or movies versus movies. We're not. We're talking about as a, as a whole. And again, as the creators or whatever. And it's just by by again, like I said, for me, an inch. Uh, so that's where I kind of draw a line. It's just every time there's something Star Wars, I'm like, okay, I kind of know what I'm gonna get, or mm-hmm. I'm gonna be surprised and I'm gonna like it. Yeah, you know, like I said, uh, when Mandalorian came out, the armor became one of my favorite characters. Luckily, she came here in San Antonio, yeah. and I got to meet her. And that's you know, that's you know, all down, you know, that's from George Lucas, right? You know, right? No, like I said, you know, the the power to inspire is maybe the most powerful power yeah. that we never yeah. discuss or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? And this is what these two men did. Every con you've been to every <laughs> comic show, every toy store that you bought a figure, the chances are that these two guys touch is on it in some way. Sam, I can't really name anyone I've met from the Marvel universe, but I've gotten lucky to meet Mark Hamill, mm-hmm. Ian McDermott, Peter Mayhew before he passed away, oh. you know, uh, Billy D. Williams. I got to meet him, you know, the armor and Emily Swallow. I've met so many Star Wars characters. Damn, you got me beat. That's what, what I mean? I'm saying. Whenever there's like a Star Wars character, I'm yeah. usually there. And <laughs> for know? me, I know that I've met, uh, well, like well, Stan Lee, uh-huh. but I've met like Michael Roker. Uh, I met, um, see, there's a couple more in there. I'm sure. But, I'm not but see, when I met him, him, it was more Walking Dead. It wasn't like oh, right. Marvel. Marvel yeah, based. not because of Yondu. You yeah. Know? But, <laughs> yeah. but again, you know, it's funny. You said how you weren't rushing out for that movie. The only reason that I did rush out to see it is because your brother was like, man, I'm reading a lot of good reviews or whatever. And I would check it out on Guardians, the first oh, one. Yeah, yeah. And then I was no, like, I did too. I, yeah. I read everything was just great. You but know? what's funny is that when it did so well, and I didn't expect that either because yeah. I was like, well, this comic was yeah. not one that I cared for. I remember thinking to myself, after I watched it, I said, this might be for kids now, their Star Wars. Star Wars. That was my first thought. I was like, oh, this is going to be like their Star Wars, you know, so. Um, There you have it, guys. I mean, like, you know, in a sense, a split, you know what I mean? Yeah, Uh, I mean, like I said, I love Stan, uh, you know, like no one's business, but I I have to go Lucas. Just Star Wars has meant so much to me, more so probably than – any other creation, any other franchise, mm-hmm. it's just, it's always been there. So long as I can remember, oh, yeah. it's just always been there. And no, no. And I, and I, and I don't disagree with you. It's anyway. a religion for me. So I'm, I'm with yeah. you. I'm, I'm part of the cult. I'm, I'm, I'm into, cause the same thing happened is, is like you said, if lucky we're having us on the show again and ask us the question again, I would still say the same and thing. I think I, I would say Star Wars. Wars. No, we did. Yeah. We, we did. We agreed so, on that as a, yeah. as a team. And I would say that too. Um, Again, however, like I said, in this conversation where it's the, the creator and the creator, I just feel a little bit more like towards uh, Stan. You know what I mean? I, ju- I just do. So, uh, But again, by the slightest of margins and just by a hair or whatever, and 
hey, you know what? The best part is that we don't have to choose. We get to enjoy it all <laughs> enjoy and both. consume it all. Yeah. Because there's not anything Marvel this guy is going to miss. There's not anything Star Wars that no. I'm going to miss. No. We're there for it all and we get to enjoy yeah. it all. But like I said, my question, my my scenario was, was if I was going to be dumped on a desert island and I was only going to get, because, you know, people put up these memes, right? It's like, you get to choose yeah. five, which yeah. two got to go, Lord <laughs> of the Rings. Yeah. I'm like, so long as I can, it says pick three or pick two. I'm like Marvel and Star Wars. I'm good. Yeah. You can dump the fucking yeah. rest. I don't, I don't give a fuck what happens to Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, yeah. any of that bullshit. Same here. Here. But, Same here. but now, now if you if you redo that meme and just do it, Marvel or Star Wars, choose one. Hmm, what do you get there? You get a much different question. There's a very good reason why that's even though a lot of people here question. did uh, say uh, Stanley, so. and they were really quick about yeah, it too. They were quick. They were really quick very about quick. it too. So uh, yeah, I mean, again, it doesn't. Don't forget about the inspiration factor and what inspired everything that came after and spawned all that after. Uh, guys, we're pretty close to our, uh, this is going to be our last break. Uh, we're going to take this break. We're going to read comments and then we're going to close out the show. Probably like our little last 15 minutes or whatever it is we do. So uh, hang tight, hear a blip, and then we'll be right back. And of course, if you want to see what happens during the comments, when we read your comments and your interactions, you always can uh, go to YouTube uh, search just another Friday night, just another Friday night. Look for our red logo uh, on the white background. It's a microphone. It says JAFN podcast. Um, click on it, hit subscribe, and then you can watch the full uncut episode that we're recording tonight uh, with all the comments and all the uh, other BS that happens <laughs> in a little break. Uh, but if not, and you need that tighter version, Spotify. Uh, Audible, Amazon Music, uh, anywhere like that, and you'll get uh, anywhere podcasts can be found, and you'll get the uh, the version without the comments uh, cut into it. So hang out for a, for a, a beat, and we'll be right back, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, we're back. We read some great comments from the Friday Night Faithful. You, the Friday Nighters, on what you thought about the conversation. You know, is it George Lucas? Is it Stanley? Who's the greater creator? The Force. That, or a true believer. Maybe we should have called it the greater creator. That would have been a oh, rhyme. <laughs> um, but here's what I think, guys. There is not no answer. There, there, Neither is greater than the other. Together, they're the sum whole of their parts and what they've created in the sense of a pop culture frenzy, an army, uh, so to speak. Uh, you know, we, we started a podcast, you know, a little more than a year ago. And learned about other podcasters, and there's an entire legion of collectors and 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 podcasters and just comic book fans out there, and it's all that that creates this that we have now. You know what I mean? So without them, they inspired even us. The things that are on the wall. You know what I mean? I mean, there's Star Wars comics here. There's Stan there. And of course, you know, there's also action comics, you know, with Superman there. I mean, uh, I've got my Silver Surfer t-shirt on, uh, you know, Double A's wearing the wrestling, but how often have the wrestlers said that they're the real life superheroes? Oh, yeah. There is Hulk yeah. Hogan, guys. Yeah. You know, and, and actually he was introduced as the Incredible Hulk Hogan. Mm -hmm. And we saw a lot of times it was Marvel. It was, uh, he was under Marvel too. Very, So they very were making cool. money off of him too. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, CM Punk, you know what I mean? Uh, one of our favorite Man, wrestlers has he wrote know, for Marvel, you know. Yeah. It's uh, clobbering time. He, he even has a shirt like on Pro Wrestling Tees where he's like dressed like Thor. Dressed like Thor, yeah. You know? And he has often said that pro wrestling and comic books are two of the only truly pure American things that there are, like oh. American creative uh you know outlets, I guess. Raven? 
mm-hmm. he wrote uh, Tangled Web, mm-hmm. the Spider-Man story. Yep. You know, yeah. uh, Christopher Daniels. Crusher Hogan. Yeah, huge sure. Venom fan. You know, I from, mean, it's you know, there. Cody Rhodes. You guys had a cape like Mr. Sinister one time. And he's for, big on Star Wars. Yeah. You know, and and loves Star huge Wars. Huge on Star Wars. I mean, and here's the great thing about the fandom, guys, is that we get to love it both. You know what I mean? They're, you know what I mean? Like, we only raised this question because we wanted to see, you know, do people err on one side or the other? In our small sampling we had here, it was very, Man, very marvelous. Very standard. Very standard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, in a larger sampling, though, it might go the other way. We don't yeah. know. I mean, and again, Catch me on a different day and I'll say something different because I'm feeling that at that moment. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I've been, uh, you know, I don't know what I've been vibing with lately. Maybe it might have been maybe I was vibing with Star Wars because right now the Bad Batch is out. Yeah. But, you know, we could go. We're vibing on, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I'm like, damn, this shit is like fire. You know what I mean? So, this thing, Mandalorian, man, it really got you. you it know? sure did, man. The Mandalorian is wow by and far one of my favorite shows you know and and then how many people popped when luke came out oh my gosh that was like all over talk about the ultimate tribute to the creator george lucas is you have with that you know what i mean so and the same way that i just did an episode on now watch this all about clerks and we talked about that coming full circle with stan's cameo and captain marvel reading the mall rat script it's like Wow, how neat. You know, and not like, just that, you but know. you know, like Ahsoka is another character that's yeah. created by Lucas. Mm-hmm. You know? And he always said that Anakin had a Padawan, and we were all like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. amazing. So he's a creator of Ahsoka, too. Amazing stuff. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to get into the comments, the last of them here. Um, Steve says, good night, guys. Steve, good night. Thank you for joining us, sir. We know that you said you were a little bit late, but we never mind that. We're just happy that you're here. Um, and... Um, Joe says, "Glad to be glad back, to be Joe. Back. We're glad to have you back. Unfortunately, we wish you were still in the in the playoffs, playing in the championship. But we're glad to have you here. And the man himself, Mario Delgado, still hanging out. Says, "Did someone say army? Did someone say that? Are we talking about the army, the army of the dead, Mario? Which army are we talking about, <laughs> Mario? We're glad to have you here, man. Um, we've missed you." And uh, we can't wait to get you back on another episode and hear how things are going thus far. Uh, the uh, Kiss Army. Oh, yeah. That yeah, is absolutely another thing true. that Stan was a part of. Yeah. The putting, hottest band in the land at that time. Putting blood in the comic books. If you can if you believe it, it happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, Mario has that issue. Uh, Untamable Amy says, I love Ahsoka and Shakti. Yeah, two, two great, powerful, dominant female Jedis. Um I know someone will come and tell me, so not a Jedi no more, but whatever. <laughs> We're not there yet, so we'll get there. But uh, yes, those are awesome, amazing characters, you know what I mean? But um, on the equal side, too, uh, amazing, um, you know, Stan Lee created creations, whatever. And you know what? I'm glad that we, we didn't get into all the stuff that they created that sucked. Because I know there are people, there's people that are going to quick to jump to Jar Jar Binks. And I know there's people going to jump on things about Stan that weren't that great. You know what I mean? But uh, hey, you know what? Even even Stan, even George Lucas had a hand in Howard the Duck. And that is a Marvel property. See, so. I mean, everything, you know, Stone Cold has bad matches. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Rock bands have mm-hmm. a bad album. Yeah. You know, I mean, everyone's entitled to that. It's just awesome that they're able to create something. Oh, yeah. You know? And the good vastly outweighs the bad. So, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? There's nothing, yeah. nothing more to yeah. say. Yeah, for that. every Jar Jar, there's a, a Vader, you know? Totally. For, I mean, so he, he was just trying to make something for the kids. That's all Jar Jar yeah. was. Yeah. You know, uh, that's all it was supposed to be. It was just supposed to be comedic relief. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And and I love how the, the fandom has embraced Ahmed best and they put him on that show yeah. and he got yeah. you know to recoup that or whatever. I remember everyone talked shit about you know hating. Uh-huh. You know, and now he's like one of the oh, most beloved gosh. people. I would love to meet yeah. that guy. If he came to a con, I'd be in line. Yeah. You know what I mean? No yeah. doubt. And, and you know, like I said, Stan, not everyone was a hit in those those characters. So you know what I mean? There, there's a dozen out there, so you just gotta look it up. But uh double A, unless there's anything else. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, I love both. I have to go just a little bit George Lucas, but Slight. I love both. I'm, yeah. I'm just a huge Stanley fan. Meeting him mm-hmm. was one of the mo- best highlights I'm ever of my life have. for me. Yeah. Of my life, yeah. amazing. And, and yeah. I, I'm so happy I got to do that with my. Sister. I got that picture. I can see right here yeah. every time. Just in your macho man shirt. And even look, it just looks so surreal. I'm like, wow, I'm actually next. I've had people tell me that they're yeah. like, they're like, that's not really him. Are you at a wax museum? Yeah. Is that a statue? I'm like, no, man, that's I, him. Man. I was actually near the man himself, standing the man. I was actually there, right there. As we walked away to him to be like, great job, guys. I was like, yeah. that voice, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, is again, like you said, surreal is the best word. Yeah. Uh, last bit of comments here, guys. Uh, uh, Joe says, great show, boys. Uh, full circle. Thank you, Joe. Uh, Jason says, good night, bros. Good night, Jason. Good night. Uh, Joe says Kevin Smith has Jar Jar idea that would make them badass. Okay, I want to uh, hear that. Mario liked our show. Uh, he says, "Make my J." Oh, that's a compliment <laughs> right there. Thank you, Mario. We appreciate that, sir. Hey, hey, Mario, I still got that blue shirt for you. Let me know when you want me to come by, and I'll come and take care of that. For and you. Joe says he's going to watch the Silver Surfer now. Yes, uh, there you go, man. Not not a better way to end it, Joe, than with that, <laughs> guys. And with that. We want to thank you, all of the Friday Night Faithful. We want to thank all you Friday Nighters for being here with us on Just Another Friday Night, joining us for another show here live. Again, don't forget my open invitation to all you other San Antonio podcasts and YouTube shows that talk about pop culture. Come on to one of our lives. We want to hear what you have to say about the topics we're talking about. Uh, We'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions as fellow people in the business i guess um <laughs> uh, you know so there's that and uh, i want to say again a huge thank you to the now watch this with lucky and joe podcast go check that out go hear me on their episode all about clerks it's a really fun time i had a great time i was laughing my ass off uh with those two guys uh it's a lot of fun go check it out and check out all the other episodes as well uh guys if you need comic books pressed uh, let us know. Our man Gabe can take care of you. If you need comic books that are um, already pressed and encased uh, and graded, our man Mario Delgado can get you taken care of. Uh, guys, again, I ask uh, one last time, uh, please prayers for my dad. Uh, he's in the hospital right now. We're hoping for the best possible uh, outcome. We know that, uh, you know, we know that it's going to be good, but we want it the quick and painless, easy, easy option. So if you can, please say a prayer for my pops. I greatly appreciate it. And so would he. Big Silver Surfer guy and the guy that taught me everything I know about pop culture and uh, Star Wars and Marvel. So um, with that being said, something we like to say at the end of every show, guys, we say uh, if there's something that you want to do and there's no better two men to talk about uh, than Stan Lee and George Lucas, go and do it, guys. Seize the day. Stan Lee with Timely Comics, he sees the day, man. And, uh, and he made it Marvel Comics and just blew it up. And he blew pop culture up. And he made his Marvel and he became the man behind Marvel and he stuck with it through all that time. And 22 movies and all those cameos. You know, I mean, 22 movies that's the Marvel Studio side, not to mention all the stuff he did with, you know, Sony and Fox. So, I mean, guys, what 
what an icon. Uh, definitely a man that sees the day. And the same thing that goes for the true original indie darling, George Lucas, oh, who anti-establishment did it his way, directed it, used his money to make it, and made us what we now know is one of the greatest franchises of all time, Star Wars. So these two men seized the day, and they both knew our next thing that we say, which comes directly out of the mouth of Captain America from the Marvel movies. But uh, do whatever it takes, guys. We're gonna do. You got to do whatever it takes. These guys did it. Like I said, George Lucas did it with his own money. He told he. I think he even told the Directors Guild, you know, to piss off and yeah. was gonna do it. Yeah. Uh, and Stan Lee, guys, don't forget. I mean, there's the man. The man did Marvel, but the man did other things too. Whatever he even and he defied the comic code authority. Yep, you know that's right, that's right. And he even wrote DC for a little bit. He wrote his own versions of Superman and Batman, and I think Wonder Woman. So he yeah, took he on, did. Just imagine he took yeah. on their bigs and the just imagine. So it just goes to show you guys, uh, you got a you got a dream you want to accomplish, go and do it. Seize the day. And don't forget to always do whatever it takes. Uh, last bit of comments, and then we're going to get out. Uh, let's see here. It says, uh, Joe says, look out for the future Steve Martin Parenthood show with double A. I'll be, I, I'm waiting. Bated breath, my friend. Uh, and then Joe and Jason says that we pray for your pop. Thank so. you guys so much, man. I really appreciate that. It's a huge one to me. Dad, this one's for you. All right, guys. Uh, for myself, CM Chuck and double A. We are out of here, guys. Have a good night, a good weekend. Stay safe. Uh, get vaxxed and mask up still. <laughs>